This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting movie scenes you wish you could watch for the first time all over again. It's just around Christmas time. We're all hanging out, getting cozy, watching movies. There's never been a better time to do this. Our guest today couldn't possibly a better, be a better guest. We have comedian and podcaster Jackie Cation. Jackie hosts the podcast The Dork Forest and The Jackie and Lori Show. Her new special and album, Staycation, is now streaming on YouTube and anywhere you can find comedy. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and joining us today is my friend and comedian, Sean Jordan, and back from Bolivia, David Borey. Let's get into it. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. The podcast that is taking a dramatic pause after the very, the very short intro, it turns out. You know, they, uh, I think they added a G to the beginning of Bolivia because David was there for such a long time. Yeah. I was not in Bolivia. Sean does not know geography. I was in France, Italy, and England. Oh, my God. That's not anywhere near Bolivia. No. Yeah. That's Bolivian for Bolivia, though. Oh. He thinks he thinks that. Jackie, we have a long-running inside joke where anytime any of us is gone, we pretend that we were trafficking exotic <laughs> animals in Bolivia. <laughs> Just want to go I don't want you to sit there while we all uh, you know, commiserate you on some... Right, and, and, the, and have some sort of Bolivian moment that I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Bolivian. Uh, David, is, David is back from, from Europe. How was it, buddy? It's so nice to see you. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I don't think that I'm back to sleeping normal, but no. it was great. Uh, Europe is, turns out, Paris is beautiful. <laughs> Who knew? Apparently, it's the most beautiful place I've ever been in my entire life. Paris in the fall. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man, it was all cold. I was walking around. I was pointing at stuff. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did all the tourist stuff. I did the Louvre, the Champs-Élysées, the Arc de Triomphe, all that stuff. Then we were in Rome and we did like the, the Coliseum tour and all that. Then we went to Nice, the south of France, mm. and just hung out on the beach in the French Riviera. And we went to London, which was honestly kind of some mid compared to the other places. It was kind of what? Some mid. Like it was not. Oh, some I didn't, mid. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Of all, everywhere we went, London, I was kind of like, nah. What'd you, really? what'd you get up to in uh in London? Nothing much. We was we went to Westminster Abbey. Yeah. Okay. Which was really cool. For the Westminster dog show, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's <laughs> what that, that's yeah. why that's what brought me out. Yeah, of course. Me and my Pyrenees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we like we did the boat tour and then we just walked oh, cool. around. We were we were walking like seven to ten miles every day, man. Just yeah. like 
really hoofing it everywhere. I liked it. It was just like, you know, Paris is like Paris. I'll tell you yeah. what's as advertised as the old Louvre there. Yeah, the Louvre was amazing. Yeah. I got split up with my group, so it was just me by myself in the Louvre for like three hours, just like walking around, getting my mind blown. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did not wait in line to get the picture next to the Mona Lisa. The line was too long. Did you see it, though? It's super small. I, I saw, saw it, it from the side. I saw it from, I was there in uh, like a year and a half, two years ago, October. And I was just like, my husband, who's an art guy, he stood in line and 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 got right up in it. But I was all, I was like, nah, I get it. Yeah, you do get <laughs> That's it. That's how I felt. That's how I felt about all of them. Even <laughs> like, I was like, because I went and saw the Venus de Milo, and there was nobody there really, so yeah. I could like walk You're around. Like, Holy so I was like, smokes. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I saw, I saw like, uh, yeah, it was just, it was amazing. The Louvre was amazing. Hard to get out of. Yeah. Yes. Did you go to the French Resistance Museum? I went to the French no. Resistance Museum. Damn. That was epic, man. Ah, it was. Man. Uh, they had these little uh, these pins that they used to sh- show each other. Hey, we're in the French Resistance, and I was like, "Tell me, you have these in the gift shop?" <laughs> did they have them? <laughs> they did not. What? And I was like, "You're leaving money on the table." I'm yeah. gonna bought like a handful of these for my buds. Yeah, that is foolish. I'm gonna talk reckless. I think the French might be the best at resisting. Yeah, yeah. they were really good at resisting. They were They're super pretty hot. up there. Mm-hmm. They're pretty up there. Were they Were they nice to you while you were there? How was the How was the French man? That's the other thing is people were talking like the French would be really rude. Of everywhere we went, the French was the place that we interacted with like locals the most that was my experience too yeah they were super nice they were nice they were so nice we went to we went to bars and people would talk to us and restaurants every like they were amazing nice not as much as paris but still pretty nice but yeah the french they were so nice but not nice but not nice so i take (laughs) back i take back 80 percent of the things i've said i've heard london are the rowdy folk they weren't even they weren't mean they they're just i think it's like a cold dreary place a lot yeah yeah <laughs> closed off. it's a closed off <laughs> people and like the pubs all closed at like 11 i don't know i just didn't what? yeah it oh, was yeah. weird i gotta find that. secret places to drink that's what i that's what people were saying like the street like just out there <laughs> i mean <laughs> they have like cl- they have like private clubs that you uh-huh. can join like Right. That you don't yeah, but like and those are open late, but like you have to find them, you have to know where they are. London, it takes a while for London to open up to you. Hmm. That was definitely the feeling. Like it was like cuz we were there for three also I, they they lost my luggage. So for the first two days, <laughs> oh, of course they did. I was just like the only dude in Europe with Crocs on. <laughs> which was like a wild you know what i mean i'm walking around in my plain clothes yeah Dude, that's sick yeah. but uh but other than that yeah we went to like trafalgar square and then we yeah. did like we did the boat tour and then we were walking around we didn't find the globe which is kind of irritating but yeah it was it was, it was we saw big ben and buckingham yeah. and all that it was cool did you yeah. ever just stumble upon something that you didn't like Big Ben? Like, were you ever just walking and you're like, whoa, shit, there it is. Like, without looking for something, you know? Not in like London, but in, in Paris that happened because we weren't that far from the Louvre. So the first time we were just kind of walking around and we, there's like this, be- that beautiful square behind, that's also the Louvre. I didn't know, like the, the square oh, right, behind right. it. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Paris is the best. And then we walk through the archway or whatever and we're like, oh, it's the Louvre. 
Even better. <laughs> even, even better. That's sick. We we ran into Moulin Rouge. Oh, oh. Just wow. the, wind, oh. the windmill. With the windmill. And we just, I was like, the hell is that? Oh my God, that's a thing. And then, uh, then we went to the chocolate museum, which was a half a block uh, to the left. Uh, yeah, we didn't go to the Moulin Rouge gift shop. It wasn't open. So, but there was a chocolate museum that was like a half a block away. We went to that. And all it was, was like, it's not like chocolate is grown in, in France. So it was just like the history of bringing chocolate to France. Once it's there, they get real active with it, though. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they got moves to make. Yeah. I also, I also ate so much good food, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. What, what sticks out? Uh, I mean. His liver now, probably. Yeah, I mean, everything we had in Paris was just like, escargot is great. Oh. I had this crazy, like, rabbit stew at one place that was amazing. Uh, what what else did I, did I really really like? We tried the foie gras. We did it. We did what it. Is, what is foie gras? It is a crime against human uh, against duck manatee. Geese. Goose manatee. <laughs> yeah. Goose manatee. Which is also yeah. <laughs> what is it like, like goose poop? What is it? It's a it's a goose liver that's been and they've been force fed and it's so it's a pain in the ass. Oh, it's like a mean. It's like a yeah, mean. Yeah, it's thing. gnarly. It's a mean food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Did, and it's what else? just okay. So there's really no reason to. <laughs> it tastes like butter. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I could have just had butter, but it I was you know a stick of butter. Yeah. <laughs> and like all the croissants were good. I had a lot of like, I would oh, do a lot pastry. of like canned fish on baguettes and stuff like that because I oh, really nice. like like sardines and stuff like that. But it was all... You can't go wrong. Some of the best food I had was just... I d ducked into like a sandwich shop, uh, like walking up Montmartre, like the hill. And yeah. it was like, oh, fuck, ham and butter on like a baguette. And this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's right. one of the best things I've ever we had. Because you're just, you're just walking and then you're like, okay, I guess we'll sit in one of these bistros for a second and get some food. Mm -hmm. And even I was Sounds drinking sick. coffee. Like, who am I? I don't even drink coffee. You never drink coffee. No, Got I was to, drinking though. coffee in Europe. Wow. You smoke a cigarette while you were there? I smoked a French cigarette. Yeah, I, oh, I, wow. I, I did it all. It was you did it right. Yeah, it was it was it all stood out. It was great. I love that. You smoked a French cigarette. What's that code for? Smoking a French cigarette, dude. dude? That's being part of the resistance, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Eskimo kisses with your bros. <laughs> Me and Sam just rubbed noses. Nose nose. <laughs> I'd rub nose with Sam any day. That dude is. It's wet like a dog's. Yeah, uh, but yeah. It's cute. No, but it was amazing. It was amazing. It was an amazing. Trip of a lifetime. I love that. And now Sick. I get to awesome. be one of those people who's like, take me back. I'm going to do that. <laughs> all this. Uh, Sean Jordan is here. Sean is Jordan on Twitter. Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan on Instagram. What's up? Ha hasn't been to Europe, but he's no. going to Carolina in his mind. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was supposed to go to Europe one time. I was going to cash out my 401k uh, of a job <laughs> that I ultimately ended up quitting and cashing out my 401k anyways. Uh, but I bailed. I didn't do it. And I look back and I should have. We ended to up the motherland? Like, I'll get there. But I just, yeah, I was going to go like a decade ago. But I didn't. I've been doing things around the house instead. That's yeah. what we went. Dude, you know what we did today? What? We went piano shopping. What is that code for? I, yeah. <laughs> we, we smoked a French cigarette on American soil. That's uh, that's how you got the first kid. Be careful. Just hire, hire a hitman or something? You want piano shopping? I if I would have guessed my entire life that I never would have gone piano shopping. Do you and, uh, play the piano? No, no. That my was a guess to then. get the that piano, and I was like, I mean, 
Yeah, you know. <laughs> you could learn yeah. now. Now you could right? learn. I might give it a shot. Who knows? Then you, you teach know? Maxine. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Like, we brought her in there and everything and put her little little hands ding, on the keys. Ding, and ding, ding. It was does tight. Laura play the piano? Laura does play the piano. Very well. Okay, oh, that, well, there thank you go. God. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay, God. so it's Oh, no, we were just going to be like, pianos. No, Laura's, <laughs> Laura's got, she's got it like that. I, to nobody's surprise, do not have it like that. Can you play the recorder? <laughs> I bet you could play the recorder. I can play a couple songs on the piano. Don't get it twisted. I can play like Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater, Hot Cross yeah. Buns, Mary Had a Little Lamb. I'll uh, teach you a Havana Gila. I'll teach you how when I'm up there in December, dude. What's the is it? What's the Training Day song of Chronic 2001? I can play the beginning of Still Dre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just one note over and over again. It sure is, David. Why <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not a hard one to play. <laughs> I didn't even think about it today. I could have went and checked all the pianos. Like, how does still DRE sound on this one? And then I could have. <laughs> none of them would have got it either. None of, the, none of these geezers would have been like, I don't know. This is a catchy tune. What is it? What is it? Call people one? geezers now? Are you sure you haven't been to Europe? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I've been thinking about Ollie G since I picked Ollie G the other day. Oh, now yeah. I've been like rewatching old Ollie G's. <laughs> uh, now, Sean, do you have any stand up comedy or, uh, or other things you want to point people towards in the coming? Now, this is coming out two days. Before Christmas. January 6th, I'll be in Seattle at the Crocodile. But what I want to point you towards is being happy just about what you can be happy about in your life. I just got a rush of a good mood today. Like I was yeah. just sitting here and I just, it happens a lot, but sometimes it's like very noticeable. It's that piano rush. And uh, I don't know, I was just stoked. I texted you guys like, hey, I just got a rush of being in a real, everything just felt right. And it normally does, but it just like hit me like a wave. So. I don't know. I'm just excited. And this is fun. I'm, ex- I'm happy that we get to do this. That's awesome. Yeah. You surrounded by love? I am. But and also come, come to the show in Seattle. That's also important. But yes. <laughs> Which will be a room surrounded uh, full of love. You'll be surrounded yeah. by love at the crocodile on January 6th. Different than my previous January 6th. I'll be the one that does the joke this time. Different than That's what right. I was doing January 6th oh, last yeah. year. I was going to. Oh, yeah. This time, Sean, he's storming the Capitol Hill in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> a joke I have made the last six episodes <laughs> and will continue to make. When I ask you how the show went uh, the next time we record. I mean, if it ain't broke, you know, you used to have this super dope joke about the White House that. uh... I don't want to get into it now because I'm trying not to do political humor. (laughs) I feel like we all had to when Trump was in office, but. Well, you got to do what you got to do. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll I'll cliff notes, Jackie. I referred to the White House (laughs) as the loony bin. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It It it, still gets me. It shook the government to the core. You know what I mean? It was speaking truth to power. It was was lightly attended. The government government was very It almost made its way into succession. They almost put that in the show. It was so funny. They wanted to close the latest season of succession with that joke. Are you guys watching? Who shot JR, by the way, on succession? Anybody? It was Maggie Simpson. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. interesting. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, man. Smoking gun and the pacifier the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Borey is here. He's back from Bolivia. The G is silent. Uh, nowhere, but Cool Guy Jokes 87 on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I only have Instagram. And you're lucky I have that, you animals. Is your, is your holiday? <laughs> How do you find an Instagram? Does it, are, do you like it less or more now that you're off Twitter? Well, when I was in Europe, I deleted it from my phone for the most part. I, I like that. I think I like it more. I get. I don't like any of it. Right. Even right. as much as I look at it incessantly, I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel about myself. I like the way that makes me feel about others. But like, you know, it's like you got to have somewhere to say 
the shows you're doing. Right. Yeah, I guess <laughs> right. I like it better without Twitter. Yeah, I like it better without Twitter. Yeah. You doing? You're not doing TikTok. I'm not doing any of it. Nice. I'm not r- responding to emails. <laughs> you can't call me anymore. <laughs> yeah. You ring my doorbell. You might get a look out the blinds, but that's as much as you're getting. Paper airplane coming yeah. at you. The only way you get a face to face is if you challenge me to a duel. Yeah, that's the go, only way. You gotta go to his dojo. Yeah, that's the only Old way you're gonna school. see me. Out of everybody I know, you would be the least upset if I just like showed up unannounced and knocked on your door. I feel like you would be the you'd be like, yeah, come on in and chill. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, yeah, where do you guys stand on a pop in? I don't. I, I don't particularly enjoy a pop in. There's about twenty I, people that I'm stoked on. Everybody else, nope. <laughs> when I, I got when I was younger and I had a ton of roommates, it never really mattered because it was right. like also a party. But now it's like a limited lit. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't love it anymore. No. I got five people who I'd be okay with, and three of them are on this. <laughs> yeah. If here's here's the thing. If you do not live in my city and you do mm-hmm. a pop in, of any time, of course, that's yeah, crazy. That's even, that's even crazier because I couldn't see it coming. Yeah. yeah. That, right, but that's right. fine. Oh, are you like, staying in my house? Is how big is this pop in? Right. Right. But, yeah. Honestly, and I say this with love. Anybody currently in Portland? Who does a pop in? It is unwelcomed. <laughs> Damn. See, I live with Laura. Anybody else in this city? Shoot me a text. Yeah, and that's yeah. on the set right there. It's when uh, my friend Karen Rontowski got me an apartment back a hundred years ago in L.A. across the street from her, and she said, "I will help you get this apartment. It is very cheap. It is four hundred and fifty bucks a month off street parking. Wow, one bedroom, uh, and." No poppins. Awesome. I respect I was like, it. And we are friends. <laughs> and she, yeah. She's like, just tell me. You know, I'm over there. I might be doing yoga. You don't know. I might be all bendy and shit. You don't need oh, to see Oh, you guys it. were like sharing a hall. Like you were in the same build. We I got gotcha. you. across the street from each like other. Like Seinfeld. I get it. I got gotcha. Yeah. Like she was in the, the, they owned one set of apartment buildings on one side of Fulton. And I was in the other side of Fulton. And gotcha. yeah. Boundaries are a blessing. That's a yeah. good. That's a good thing. And a nice boundary. I don't mind a boundary. Yeah, love a boundary. That's one good thing about cell phones. Like I have a buddy who who he'll be like, "Hey," because his girlfriend works around the corner from me. He'll text me like, "Hey, I'm going to see Abby. I'll be in your neighborhood. You want to hang yep. out? Perfect. 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 Even, even if it's like, "Hey, I'm. I need thirty minutes or more. Or like, yeah, yeah." I know anything less than 30 minutes i'm like come on man yeah yeah and we it's all agreed ag- we all yeah. agree yeah. we're old yeah. <laughs> we've all established that we're old four keys turned all the- i never like to pop in this is not a this is no, not I a recent development for me no i remember I, like when i was first getting to know you i remember seeing a couple pop-ins at the ash house and you'd it, nobody could tell but i could tell because we were hanging out all the time i'm like oh he's not digging it because yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you know i Ah, it's happened a few times where like people will pop in and I'm just and I can feel myself getting like, what are you doing here? I to get through the day, I set up in my head a series of labors and rewards for said labor. And if it gets disrupted, (laughs) (laughs) it's tough because when you're like, I was even if you're just like, I was going to microwave some burritos and watch an old episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And now I'm going to feel like a dickhead if I do that. Because yeah. right, you know, I'm not going to make you any burritos, and maybe you don't want to watch Curb. And what are we doing? Now? Yeah, and now I got to yeah. talk to you. Now I got to turn even... my brain on. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. 
like if I'm in my home and the door's shut and I'm alone, I don't I don't want to say anything to anyone. No, like, I'm no. not ready for it. Right. You, right. Also, sometimes you might see me tweeting sometimes, but I haven't returned a text. Those are different parts of me. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yo, that's put it on my tombstone. Those are that's yeah. different yeah. parts of me. Yeah. Don't like don't like feel like you could activate because you know I'm out here. Like that's uh-uh. No cross-platform. No cross I remember when that was a new thing, when it'd be like the green light uh, that said you were active on like Facebook or something, and then people would hit, they'd text you, be like, it says you're active, and you're like, ah, come on, what are you doing? No, don't look at the green light. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, fair, fair con, man. No way. Yeah. Uh, cannot. Uh, yeah. Different parts of me. Different parts. Different. Yeah. Just, I'm literally just meandering around so I can now say the same thing as you. Now we're all just staring at the door, like yeah. praying to God nothing happened, like no knocks at the door. Well, the part of you that wants to send out like a joke on Twitter or something like that is different than the one who's going to be like, yeah, I guess I can make it to your karaoke birthday party. Like those are yeah, two you don't different. Wanna, yeah. I guess sometimes I don't want to put my brain there, and I do want to come to your karaoke birthday party. And right. That, that Twitter joke is two minutes of engagement. That's yeah. not an right. afternoon of YouTube and pizza. Right. right. Yeah. It's 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 more like work where you're just like I got to plug this, I got to and plus if I'm on my phone, I'm I'm probably making some clip of some yeah. podcast or some damn thing where I'm trying to figure out how to caption stuff. And right. uh I can't talk to you while I'm I have to re-listen to this horrible 30 second of me but it did it did it. I'm the same way. I have a very simple brain that's capable of one, maybe one and a half things at the same time. Right. Uh David Bory, are you do you have any dates coming up or are you keeping the holidays off? What's the what's what's your uh, deal? I I I no, I just, it's just like local Denver stuff that I'll put on Instagram. I don't have anything crazy. I'm going to be in LA, maybe the first week of January, but I don't know yet. Hello. But, yeah, but no, no dates. No, 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 nothing. I don't think my first club dates till February. And I don't, I don't have that piece of paper here. So no dates. Stay, stay tuned for that. Yeah, just local mm-hmm. stuff. I'll be around Denver. Come see me. Jackie Cation is joining us. Here I am. Jackie Cation on Twitter, Jackie Cation on Instagram, across platform. All the platforms. You have you have you have many things going on. You have you are, you are, you are, you're very busy. You have many places to direct people's attention. Right. Uh. Yeah. With this, I'm not gonna like. I'm hanging out with family. Yes. Until about the you know, I'll just be doing L.A. stuff, and then I'm gonna spend ten days in New York City, the tenth ah. to the twentieth. Gonna do the sixteenth with Lori Kilmartin at the Bell House. Nice. Fun place. That'll be super fun. Big time talent in that room. <laughs> Big, you know, super fun. Yeah. I don't know. Have you, we've all seen Kill Martin Kill. She's just like she. There, yeah. it's a surgeon. Happened on the Late Late Show that I that I happened to work on just the other day. Oh. What a killer! What an That's, absolute killer! I'm mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just a just a murderer of yeah. stand-up comedy and it is which you can't say it about yourself but uh that's two murderers right there jackie there Cation, it's absolute murderer it's gonna be a fucking massacre in the bell house it's gonna be the bell house massacure there's gonna be a wikipedia page about it and yeah, yeah. Yeah. say your goodbyes before you go house. make peace yeah. with your god yeah yeah, yeah. come on down the 16th <laughs> of january <laughs> to the bell house and uh and then i'm just gonna hang out and do sets in new york and remind people that i exist and I'm going to work on my 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 late late show set that I've that I've submitted several versions and he's like very close now if you could just marry these two and I'm like I uh yeah I'll look into it 
Yeah. He's at Rant Ryan Williams is a hands-on producer. He's great. It's yeah. he's he's got he's I love a clear cut. This is the part I like. This is the part that isn't working for me. And I like this other thing and not that. I'm like, yeah, just I will put the things you like in a row and I will practice those things. And uh, I would Fantastic. love to. I can't wait to see you in the uh, in the studio. That's great. Yeah. Super fun. And yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm doing the road like a crazy person until July. Might have been an error, gentlemen. Might have been an <laughs> error. Nobody <laughs> liked lockdown like this one. Huge fan. Huge oh, fan man. of the sitting around. Talking hanging out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hanging with my husband. Good. I like him. It's all it turns out. That's clutch. That's clutch. I had mm-hmm. a big I had a big adjustment back to collared shirts was a big tough thing for me after lockdown. Yeah, it's a heavy it's heavy on the neck. Yeah, it's like I <laughs> I can't live. Yeah. Oh, I am wearing the most given up outfit in the whole wide world with the sweatsh pants and the sweatshirt and I mean this is this was sweet. This the Zoom business is for the this is this is golden. Oh, I, I got jeans it. on. I got jeans on cuz I respect all of you, but that's okay. That's all right. I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> You got those Crocs hit, yeah, rocking yeah, my, Croc. my Euro Crocs. <laughs> there they are. Denim you do have jeans on. <laughs> are they light jeans? P-O-D. They're light jeans. A lot Whoa. of people don't know that that's what that band stood for was proof of denim. <laughs> uh, and you've got you've got uh, the Dork Forest, a fantastic podcast that's been going for a while now, right? Sixteen years. Everybody, yeah. amazing. That's yeah. dope. You're all welcome to be on it, of course, if you got a dorkdom you want to uh, wheedle on on. This week's episode, I needed one because I've been so busy doing everybody else's podcast to push yeah. the, the special. Uh, I was like, I just said to Andy Ashcraft, game designer, husband, all around good egg, you're a dork. Let's yeah. do this. And so he told me he ran five Sandman LARPs. I'm going to say that again. Those are those are sentences. Those are words that nobody understands. Five Sandman, Neil Gaiman Sandman, yeah. LARPs, different yeah. LARPs, like with groups, large groups of people, forty people, <laughs> forty to sixty Whoa. people in every LARP. We're talking ninety, ninety-two, ninety-four, and then two thousand three, uh, and they were based on different segments of Sandman. The first one was uh, something of mists. It was the world's end. The last one was the wake, and. Uh, I, I, he played LARPs before LARPs was a word. He yeah. they they invented it and uh him and his buddies invented a version of LARPs at UCLA in the in the late 80s called Ligs. They called them Ligs, you guys. L I G. Live interactive game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a buddy of theirs came and joined their science fiction club. That's right. Uh Heba and Women Haters Club. <laughs> they, had a, they, had, they had like a, they had a clubhouse and everything. They were eating honeycomb. That's a reference to a Dana Gould joke. Okay, so uh they uh <laughs> they they're 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 doing live interactive games and this guy comes from MIT, he's going to grad school in UCLA, and he's like, We call them LARPs. And mm. uh and they're theatrical LARPs. So MIT started LARPs? Maybe. The a lot term? of things zeitgeist came maybe right. Okay. That was the and original East Coast West Coast beef right there. Yeah, that's it. Lids versus LARPs, live action role playing versus live interactive gameplay. Is that what and it was? Right. Versus LARPs. And the weirdest <laughs> thing is that so like now there's this whole thing with LARPs where there's boffer LARPs which are called combat LARPs and then oh, there's yeah. theatrical LARPs and all of his his friends do theatrical. So is that not with like the big clubs and stuff? Yeah. Right. 
It's essentially okay. when, when he when when he when he called when he told me about it, I was like, so is this like a like a um a a, a costume party with game mechanics? Because he's a game designer, and he goes, yeah. That is exactly what it is. That is an excellent description. And I myself have been in two LARPs. That was my one, question. Based on Sesame Street. <laughs> I, we went as Bert and Ernie. I was Bert. Uh, but my favorite thing that happened. Wait, did you guys Bert- fight? No. Well, we were we were rattled <laughs> off. You know, we were snarky. We did Snark. Okay. Yeah. But he's done like he did a Venture Brothers LARP with his buddy Scott, where they played the two henchmen. And um and they and the costumes were amazing. Yeah. My, and then the other one, we he ran us five or six episode LARP at our house and yard and garage based on the television program Deadwood. Oh Holy shit. And it See, was now- epic. I thought LARP, for some reason, foolishly, I always thought it was like a combat situation, but it can just be playing out anything, any live right. action role play. You don't have to, you could just be like chilling, doing an episode of Deadwood. Well, that, those are tabletop RPGs is what you're, you don't want to, because the, the live action, that is actually a costume party as far as I can tell, right? That is actually a costume party, as far as yeah, I yeah. can tell, right? Yeah. Our very own <laughs> right. super producer, Marissa, has, does cosplay, which is, I think, LARP adjacent, if not LARPing itself. Is that right, Marissa? Yes, that's true. Yeah. I like to cosplay. I don't do so much of the LARPing because I'm not great at acting or improv, but a lot of cosplayers get really, really into character, and it's a lot yeah. of fun to watch. It's it's a real nice Venn diagram. And Marissa, if you ever, I don't know, because Andy has a game that he has been, it's in beta but it's called the hero instant and he needs cosplayers. Uh, what you do is you create a superhero hero uh, character. It's D and D, but superheroes, right? And you create a character. I'm in two of his uh, playtesting games right now. One, I play uh, Mrs. Kravitz, the meddler. I have mm-hmm. psychic powers and uh, I no relation um, to Lenny Kravitz. No, no, no. relation. My okay. husband, Abner. No. And uh, <laughs> so I am uh, the biggest busybody in the world, but I'm also in charge of HR. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it is ridiculous. And the other one, what is the other one? I'm, uh, oh, I'm Dr. Quetzalcoatl. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, you're going to have to say that one more time. Dr. What? Quetzalcoatl? Like the the it, Aztec it, god? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ah. I am an archaeologist. I was excavating something in Central America, and I received the powers of Quetzalcoatl. Here's the thing. Nobody's psyched. I'm also a middle-aged white lady, and the people of that community are like, well, this is why is this asshole taking this, <laughs> taking these powers? And you're like, fair enough, fair enough. You are. So I have some guilt, but I'm also trying to use my powers for good. And uh, and we live, uh, and, and that is set on Monterey, uh, up the coast. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> and, and the great aquarium. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. great aquarium. It's near Monterey. And then the other one is set in my hometown. Andy has written. Uh, uh, in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the factory, and we work for uh, what was the factory when I was a kid that's now a Caterpillar or a John Deere or something like that. But it used to be called Besiris Erie anyway. But we're the we're the resident superhero team for Besiris Erie. 
which is called something else. That's rad as hell. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's it's super yeah. it's super fun. The Hero Instant, and uh, if you like tabletop RPGs, I would go to the Hero Instant because it's free. You can download, you know, character sheets and 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 and, and everything and play it yourself. I think we have a lot of people who listen who who do get down like that. I hope they I hope they, they might, check it out. I hope, I hope so they too. also get down with your new special. Tell the people where they can listen to or watch that even. It's called Staycation. Do you get it? Huh? I don't know if you guys know this, but we were home for a long time. And it's like a vacation, but you stayed Cation. And then my last name's Cation, which is, uh, and I named it that. And I thought it was a little hacky. And then I was like, no, it's kind of epic. Yeah. And because also I live in hope that people will pronounce my name correctly. It's a great backdoor to that. It's a, it's a great, it's a great. Like, Who's it's, saying it wrong? It says it's Cation. It's pretty phonetic. Well, she has, uh, this was the internet the other night she has a great new special out called staycation please welcome jackie kashian kashian <laughs> oh i, I get don't know that. Ah, come on i'm looking <laughs> at it i get it i know I guess it. Maybe maybe I I knew. they said staycation right yeah right. yeah yeah, that's the hard ethnic... part. <laughs> right, because it's stay, and then my last name K A S H I N. To be fair, but... I didn't get it when you told me yes. Like I didn't get it for about two minutes after you said it the other day, and then I was you like, did oh, right. not get it. Asian. Uh, yeah, right. Because yeah, you're well, not the... getting stuff sometimes. <laughs> and, the, and the art on it is uh, Denver guy Jeff Tice, right? Oh Jeff yeah, Jeff Tice. We love Big Jeff Tice. Big art. My oh. favorite Australian. Oh my god, that's right. Jeff Tice. <laughs> He's too attractive to be as good at art as he is. He's so. too attractive yeah. to have killed as many kangaroos as he has. Uh oh, mm-hmm. dude. He's he's gonna hate that I said that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have you guys eaten kangaroos? It's kind of delicious. It I can know. be done real it nice. Good? It's real nice. It's a little it can be a little gamey, but if you if you get uh, a Michelin star, you just uh when you when you're out in the you're out in the out in the middle of Australia, I had some of the it was like beef bouguignon, but made with kangaroo, Ooh. and it was delicious. <laughs> so. we, haven't, we haven't yet been invited to Australia's pearly shores, but one yeah. day we will grace oh, the turquoise. Oh, shout out to everybody from Perth though who did DM me and say they would come if we did a show there. All right, yep. welcome to Perth. We got like We're 15, coming. 20 people. Yeah. Dude, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, a, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Perth I is would. awesome. I uh, yeah. I haven't been there since 2005. Very sad. We can, we've never been, so you got a leg up on us. We're coming. It, the people in Perth can watch Staycation on YouTube. Uh, oh, right, premium, right. Yeah. What's so it it's yeah. everywhere. So, like, yeah. if you go to, uh, it's all down from Spotify because Spotify, uh, there's some sort of terribles. Uh, I asked for, yeah. I believe, four cents a spin instead of four hundredths of a cent. So they've taken everything down. I have five <laughs> albums. They're all free streaming on everywhere else. Pandora, Amazon, SiriusXM. Oh, YouTube. I think YouTube has all of them. And um, and then I'm going to get hard copies because my dad's 84. Mm-hmm. Nice. So if you need a coaster, uh, eventually go to JackieCasher.com, buy yourself a CD or a DVD. But They're right now back. it's streaming everywhere. And, the, and YouTube has the video for free. Just YouTube, Google, Staycation. Tight. Jackie Cation. My name is Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel on Twitter at Ian Carmel on Instagram at Ian Carmel on a Jewish American Airlines app, which I'll be using tomorrow to fly yep. to Chicago. Oh. Yeah, to hang I out get... with Dan, my my affianced Danish Schwartz's family. You know they call oh. Chicago the Windy City. You know that? A lot of people say that. Yeah, yeah. You know they call yeah. it that not because of the wind off the lake, but because the politicians were so full of bluster. Yeah. Some some hot air back in the, the day. City of the hot big air. shoulders. Big mm-hmm. shoulders, yeah. too. They used to call it the city of the big shoulders. Yeah. Hot beef. 
My, <laughs> I just wanted to. I just wanted to talk with my friends. <laughs> I got some hot beef. The last time I was in Chicago, I believe uh, David Bory was delivered a Chicago-style hot dog with absolutely no toppings on it. Ugh! What a bad day. No, that's that's just that's just a hot dog. It's, it's just a hot dog. There. Oh my yeah. god! Just a hot dog. Call it a we were on tour. Much. Oh, I love a Chicago-style <laughs> hot dog. I genuinely I do. I, I do, too. I was very excited. David Post made it a hot dog and forgot to add the toppings, and it just showed up a, a oh, naked hot dog. Two $20 naked hot dogs. Oh, as though they were for a toddler. <laughs> but shout-out to the fan in the crowd who then got us hot dogs. Eternal shout-outs to him. Oh, eternal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man, I love a Chicago dog. Me, oh. it's all, it does, too. It's bright green. Relish for no damn reason. I like that color green <laughs> that it looks like it's not supposed to be food. It right. looks like the Cubs are wearing their St. Patrick's Day jerseys. Yeah. There's like so... a weird pickle, and then there's like some bright red. Ah. I was there about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and I was with Kyle Kinane, a Chicago native. And he, oh. I get back to the Airbnb, and I brought us back some Chicago-style dogs. I gave him his, and he was just, he was looking over my bag, like just, wide eyes and i was like what's up man he goes i'm just excited to see what you got and i was like i just got ketchup and mustard and he's he was so you disappointed. just got ketchup and mustard uh-huh no. he was and he was so bummed out he's like what <laughs> i'm bummed out too you yeah, didn't get out. the coleslaw Jesus. i got nothing remember ketchup. that from from my even the woman i got it from was just like what why yeah, are you paying brutal. eight bucks for this and i was like i'm starving yeah. <laughs> it's here <laughs> do you not like a chicago dog I don't like a lot of stuff, man. I don't like relish. That's, I don't like onions. That's I don't true. Like we have figured we have figured that out. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't like. Sean is a painter wh whose palette has only a few colors, but he still <laughs> yeah. paints beautifully. It's he like when people tattoo in exclusively black and gray. Yeah. It's still beautiful, so, but it's prison style. Yeah, yeah I get like style. a noir so, dog, and yeah. uh, just real simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that dog solve murders? Anyway, I'm done. I'm, I'm, it wears I'm a back. trench coat. It wears a pull-down fedora, but it looks okay in it. It murdered my hunger, I'll tell you that. That's right. Anyway. I have nothing to promote. Watch The Late Late Show with James Corden, uh, where I am our the, the on-air sidekick. Watch uh, Sex Unzipped on Netflix, where I've made some jokes, and listen to All Fantasy Everything. And then hopefully we'll have some live dates soon. I think we will. Oh, I think yeah. we will have some live dates soon. I think we will have some live I can't stream wait. dates soon. I miss, I miss being next to you guys. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I just miss no. doing this live. Absolutely. It doesn't I sound mean, ridiculous one bit, my friend. I know. Oh, yeah. I you don't you like Zoom? What a new take, dude. I don't mind no, it. No, I, I mean, really don't fun. mind it's it because at least I get to see you, you know? like yeah. that. I look at yeah, it like every I week. I get this is like... I get to stay in contact with my friends, which I feel lucky about, but I just miss being with Pheromones, you. man. Yeah. You miss pheromones. Yes. Yes. We are not gathered here today to cavell over our friendship, but also, and primarily, <laughs> to fantasy draft movie scenes yeah. that we wish we could watch for the first time all over again. This was, Jackie suggested this. This is a great topic. We've done a lot of movie stuff before on here, but never anything quite like this nothing this this specific. super specific yeah yeah I, yeah I love it what gave you this idea um it was it was part of the my first one was was an idea that you guys couldn't have picked <laughs> they didn't it even was... they didn't even hear it yet here you go oh. This, this, oh, okay <laughs> i i you go for it let them know romance novels oh like yeah. Daniel Steele? I couldn't have. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking last night i was sitting here like Boy, I honestly don't think I could do that with any sort of authority. 
No, nope. we'd I, have to go off covers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, that's a good way to start. That's what yeah. they say. Yeah, that's a good old like, Look at that guy. He's got a cowboy hat on and no shirt. Who doesn't yeah. want in on that? I like oh, it. I like it when he looks like he's driving a machine. Yeah, dude. Anytime there's wind, man, I'm a wind guy. I'm a wind and an open white shirt guy. Oh, I would have to do the dreaded backwards walk of looking at movies I like and then trying to act like I've read the book, which is yeah, oh, that's just a not dangerous a good game. <laughs> the truth comes out. It yeah, always and yeah, this is can. better anyway, just because uh, I think I've 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 been on a bunch of podcasts lately, and I've talked about Bridgerton I think three times. <laughs> I can't I can't do it anymore. My uh, my fiance's forthcoming YA novel, Anatomy yeah? a Love Story, has Dude, quite a bit of love in it. That's soon. Keep man. your eye on that. Isn't that coming out real soon, huh? Comes out for, from when this drops, about two weeks, maybe three Sick, weeks. Oh Dude. man, how's she doing? Is she like? She's I'd stoked, be, dude. I'd be so nervous. Good. That's she, neat. Yeah. That's really I'm, neat. I read it. It's fantastic. It's really great. What's she it called? Hear this. What's it it's called? called Anatomy, a Love Story. Awesome. Yeah. Writing it down. Check it out. People, check it out. Uh, I'm looking at like our, our bookshelf, because we're getting bookshelves put in above our TV. Yeah. There's going to be probably 10 books written by like people that i know pretty well that's pretty <laughs> cool. that how weird shelf, is which that is, right yeah. which is pretty yeah, cool that's well, you're nice. pretty, you were close with michael Crichton before yeah that, well so that's, i mean yeah. everybody knows that how close are you with your godfather you just get it's formalities <laughs> here and there and then he wasn't he wasn't physically with me in the bathtub but his words were so i of guess course. yeah yeah. Ah, oh, that Godfather close. line. That's killing me, that Godfather line. Dude, I took <laughs> my first bath in the new crib last night. Anyway, that's I'm just letting you know. You took your first bath? Took my first bath oh, in was the new crib. Was it morning before school? Pretty sure I used a foot soak as a bath soak, and it wasn't a good look. Oh, you know well, what I mean? I mean like, I'm not going to tell anybody. I, you know, yeah, I was get tough. away with it. Anyway. This, I, is, this is the only way people are going to find out, and you freely brought it up. Yeah, I'm fun. I'm bad. Uh, now, the way we determine the order of this draft is with a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors played between the three of you, and we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. Sean wins again. So, Jackie, the way you guys cancel each other out because you're both rock, so the odd person out wins. Okay. That's right. Sean is on a hot streak. Sean, not traditionally, I mean, a winner in many aspects of life, but not a rock, paper, scissors on the podcast. <laughs> but he has been on a hot streak. Has he been going? He's been on a streak, dude. This is the third one in a row. Sean Jordan, yeah, as the winner of rock, paper, scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. Before you do that, I will remind you, it's a serpentine draft. And what is that? That's a great question. It So I was reminded... Uh, I, had a, I had a real good example today. You know, around Christmas time, you get those popcorn tins that have the three different kinds of popcorn in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get the regular popcorn, the caramel corn, and the cheese popcorn. So serpentine draft is sort of you go one way, you linger for a second, and go back the other way. And it's a lot like one of those. You take some cheese popcorn, and then you go to the regular, which nobody wants in there, but you take it anyways, and you're like, that sucks. And then you go to the caramel corn, you're like, caramel corn's great, but I want cheese popcorn. Before you go back, you have some more caramel corn. Then you stop by the regular corn, again, just to do it, just because it's there, because you feel bad. Uh, because I don't like that getting, I don't like it staying higher than all the rest of the corn. So I, I just try it. Then you go back to the cheese, and you're like, man, cheese popcorn's fantastic. I want some more caramel corn. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to have some more cheese. And then you just kind of go all the way back until somehow the caramel and cheese are gone, and there's like three gone of the regular popcorn. Basically, what it means is you, if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it always okay. kills me when someone's looking at me like, how? 
Does that make any sense to you? Sean, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? Man. David. Oh, David Borey. Jackie. Jackie Cation. Me. Staycation available now. Sean Jordan. And then Ian. Ian Carmel. Hot corner. I got the hot corner there. Two picks in a row. Yeah. I'm interested. I I kinda wanna go first. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you can't you can't go first. David's going first. You just No, I just I just just blew it. Yeah. Yeah, you did that to yourself, and you did it because you're nervous about what we're gonna pick. You I know, make sure you're not dude, doing anything I, silly. You gotta believe in yourself. I put my vest on all the time with you two. Believe in yourself. I don't. We're gonna think. get to David. David has the first pick, though. You gave it to him, but we're gonna find out what that pick is right after this short break from our commercial sponsors, who we love so well. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like. Kid Nation, CBS is weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, To The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age old question, who thought this was a good idea. Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me, you know, just people pleasing. And it's, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up. It starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't. But it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You need to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, all those problems. Even if you just want to vent or kvetch about somebody, go to therapy, get them new ears on it. You know what I'm talking about? Get it somebody who they're going to leak it to. They're not going to tell your homies. Go let them know. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, how to do all those things that make you be a better you. As hokey as that sounds, that is what we are all going for. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right, get BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and it's also suited to your schedule. All right, you just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you don't like the cut of your therapist's jib, as it were, go on and switch. BetterHelp has got your back. They want it to work just like you do. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash fantasy today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash fantasy. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only <laughs> podcast that has ever existed. This is it. Except, of course, except, of course, for the treasure podcast that is the Dork Forest and <laughs> the Jackie and Laurie show. The yep. two, only two other mm-hmm. podcasts. That's yep. it. Those are the three. You would Those think the there'd three be podcasts. more than three podcasts in there's not. 20 years, but there's only the three. The yep. way we're doing it, they don't need any more. No. Yeah. The way we're no. handling the no. business, What's the no. point? we got it covered. You don't have the mental space, people. We got it covered, bro. <laughs> yeah. We got it covered. Uh, 
David Bory, you have the first pick in the mo- movie scenes we wish we could watch for the first time all over again draft. What will your first pick be? Oh, this is really hard for the first one. Because I have like a classic and then I have mm. a classic in my heart. But I think I could get the classic in my heart last round. So I think I'm going to go with the classic of the world. I wish I could watch uh, the first Rocky training scene again. Oh, oh. yeah. Isn't that like the first montage? That's yeah, like yeah. credited as being the first montage, right? What? That's like is credited it? with being like the first montage like that. Like, like ever? The first, I think it is. Like the first movie training montage. I think that's the one. I don't remember seeing one in Casablanca, so I'll give it to him. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Casablanca. Oh, was on, dude. You should, you should watch it. Yeah. I just watched oh Citizen God. Kane for the first time the other day. Anyway, that's not the point. That's not the point. We don't want to say picks. We won't say picks. Yeah, we won't yeah. get into the details. We won't get into the details. But watch old movies. They're classic for They're a reason. They're really, really good. Yeah. They're so good. Uh, but, uh, the first training montage, is that where he's beating up the side of beef and everything? It's where he's running through the streets of Philly. Yeah. And then like the, the kid stairs. throws him the apple. And he does yep. the stairs. And he's shadow boxing at the top in front of the thing. It's just like every time. I don't. Those movies are good or whatever. But I'm watching it for that. Yeah. Every yeah. everyone I'm watching it for that part of the movie, especially the first one, and then the one with Ivan Drago. What's that? The fourth one? Yeah, yeah. You're not watching the Rocky movies for like the dialogue. It's not like riveting. Yeah, I'm not watching with the him. relationship with his girlfriend. No. Yeah, him stalking Adrian. I'm not watching. Yeah, <laughs> for him you unintelligibly know, bothering her. It's, uh, what are you gonna do? Open the door. I'm not. That's not what I. I'll give it to Rocky. They did not, because he tied the first one, right? He didn't win. Yep, so, he did yeah, not yeah. win. I read the novelization. Win. Good yeah. on that movie where you're like, <laughs> they didn't do what you thought they were going to do. How do they write Rocky's dialogue in the novelization? Is it like unintelligible? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's actually better. It's actually much more intelligible. He's an eloquent man when you read it, when, it, when, it's, in liter- when it's in literature. He went outside with a fountain pen and wrote it in the rain. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's uh yeah no it's uh it's all his heart it's 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 written there it's got a nice picture on the cover my parents wouldn't let me see it so I, I read the I just took it out of the out of the out of the library wow what a way around that your <laughs> you first experience with Rocky was the novelization yep <laughs> so I knew he didn't win yeah yeah that's amazing what a what a conundrum as a parent to just be sitting like well Jackie didn't sneak out to go see Rocky like everyone else she did. <laughs> She she read the no. book. She still did something she wasn't supposed to. It you know it wasn't the the quality of the movie that they didn't like. It was the fact that they didn't want to see it. I was remember I was a child. That's the kind of parent I'm going to be. They're like we're not wasting our trip to the movies on that. No, that's not the movie I want to see. Is what my stepmother said. You'll be seeing East of Eden tonight. And you'll like it. Yeah. yeah, Valley of the Dolls. Let's bring this. We're going to see a platoon seven year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rocky. I mean, that's classic. Rock, watching the Rocky movies like watching a bunch of really great music videos back to back to back uh-huh. to back, and oh, almost yeah. feels like because yeah. those montages are amazing, the fights are amazing, and you know it's fun to watch Sylvester Stallone talk. I like to yeah. see a dumb guy punch some meat. Yeah, <laughs> he was so charming. He was so charming in the first Rocky, in most of the Rockies. He was I pretty saw, charming. He's a charming guy. He's a yeah, movie yeah. star. It, he also does you... this thing that I don't think I've seen a dude do in a movie since where he just has like a racquetball and he's just like standing there bouncing it and catching yeah. it. his gimmick. You don't see that anymore. No, it's, you know what else you don't see anymore that I loved in the movie Jaws? 
Hmm. was sort of the secondary layer of conversations that's going on in the background of every scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just like, that made it feel like I was really there. I mean, mm-hmm. that shark did not look real. No, but, it didn't uh, need the to. Set, but the, but it, it did not need to. The scene to. felt real. It yeah. seemed like real. It's like a Robert altman kind of thing, too. That happens in a lot of Altman movies where there's like a ton of other conversations happening. And it feels life. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone I forget what the three or I forget what the movie won three Oscars for but it's he Best got picture screenwriting and uh, an actor score because he shares it with Orson <laughs> Welles they're the only two I think that have won three Oscars for like uh, the same movie or something like oh, that weird. it must have been uh, it was best picture best director and best actor that's what okay. it was and yeah, best so. original screenplay wait it, did it, how many did it win hold on one second I'm gonna get to the bottom of this get to I don't give a fuck who's at the top get to the yeah. bottom playboy <laughs> uh, best picture best director best editing is what it won for and it was nominated for best actor in a leading role best actress Best actor in a supporting role for really? Burgess Meredith. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Burt Young. And then best writing screenplay. Original. Maybe I'm fudging up my facts. See, that's what, why I should, What year either. is it? Is it 76 that it came out? 77. 77. Oh, it came out in 76, so it was the 77 Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. That's it. It was, I think, uh, I think my stepmother uh, was like, I, 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 I think it's too soon, but I think she was like, we're going to go see Star Wars. Oh yeah, we're not going to see Rocky, and I <laughs> yeah, was like, "All fair. right, <laughs> I do, I do, you know, if it's yeah, either or, maybe may the right choice." Yeah, uh, solid pick, my friend. It's time for you to make the right choice, Jackie, with your first pick. Now, here, now, talk to me about uh, about with this thing. Is it my? Is it? Is it? I'm supposed to go top of the like my favorite. Well, you're putting your list together, and there's different strategies. If you're afraid other people might take your pick, and then you can't get it. Maybe you take something sooner oh. than you normally would. Maybe you have a favorite like David that you're right. pretty sure nobody else is going to pick that you can right. get later on. Right. Well, let, let so. me tell you something about this list. Uh, nobody's picking these these movies. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't, don't know. There might be. Okay, I'm I'm doing it. Roger Rabbit. Oh, he's helping Bob Hoskins. Saw <laughs> saw the handcuffs off. My favorite line of the movie. You guys know it. He's, he pulls his, Robert Robert pulls his hands out of the handcuffs and holds the box so that Bob Hoskins can saw it easier. Oh, yeah. And Bob Hoskins finally stops, looks up and goes, could you have done that the whole time? And Roger Rabbit says, only when it was funny. Oh, oh man, you're right. I love that. Yeah. Damn. God, that's sick. That, <laughs> if I got a big show, I always watch Roger Rabbit. That scene at least before I do a big show. That's fantasy. Ah, did you read That's that book? Perfect. I did not. That that movie, I've watched that movie a hundred times. I got that movie. It's so good. And it's so it's depending on how old you are, it yeah, there's so many different funny. ways you can take that movie. Like I remember when I didn't know Patty Cake was sex. I was just a kid and I was like, who gives a shit? I remember thinking <laughs> that, like, why would he give a shit? And then you're like, well, that's that cartoon sex so he's just, she's committing yep. adultery and he saw it do you know what larpings do you know what sex is in larping pinkies pinkies yeah it, really? li- linking pinkies oh so oh. You, just like real life <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say is that so the wedding rings can touch it better be i don't want to go to hell <laughs> 
Uh, what a great way to like establish rules in 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 a in a fictional universe. You know what I mean? Like I can do things, but only when it's funny. Uh-huh. That, yeah, he's truly only capable of it when it's like when the timing is right, right? Right, right. Because he's yeah. a tune, man. He's a t- his whole life. And he just goes for the gag. He can't resist the gag. It's it's shaving a haircut. Such a fun thing. <laughs> shaving a haircut. Oh, and he goes nuts. Yeah, yeah. That movie is so good. Start to finish. Yeah, How, it's um, it's like I mean I guess now maybe it seems possible that you would have Warner Brothers and Disney characters in a movie together because maybe like one of them owns the other now. But like uh, at, the, at time, the time, that's wild. Yeah, it's like a Nike, Nike and Adidas made a shoe together. It's we. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy that they were in one place at the one time. Shout out to Bob Hoskins, by the way. What For a great. Real. I mean. Yeah. Just fantastic. Eddie Stuck Valiant, to- dude. What a fun Eddie name. Eddie Valiant. That's such a great name. Yeah. Yeah, we've discussed Roger Rabbit in, twice in the last, I think, two weeks on this. Let's show. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle oh, wow. was telling me, Jackie, he was telling me that it's, I guess it's like a, that movie was like a metaphor or whatever for the auto automotive industry kicking the cable car out of Los Angeles, which oh, I'd never heard before. Heard that thing. Yeah, I've the B plot on that too. is so political. Like it's, you know how like there's always like a political message that sort of the lighter the movie is, the mm-hmm. deeper the political message is. Remember Footloose, keep, keep uh, censorship is bad, right? And yeah. Dirty Dancing, keep abortion legal, right? <laughs> I don't and, know how uh, subtle uh, that was. That was, yeah, but but neither was the neither was the red car, man. The red right. car and the gasoline and and uh, uh, what's his name from Taxi and and uh, Christopher and, Lloyd. Is that yeah, what the dip Lloyd. is? Is that what the dip is? Is that gasoline or no? That's no, no, no. The okay, dip was just the dip. Was but they, but he was talking about how he his vision, right? His vision of of Hollywood of L.A. was just highways and people pulling over and going to gas stations, and you're like, mission accomplished. What? Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> they they got that done. <laughs> Excellent pick. Blue Crush. Blue Crush. The message of Blue Crush. Uh, true happiness is found through um, corporate sponsorship. Okay. Is that the surfing? I've always, I've always yeah. felt that way. I've always yeah. felt that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. And that thought <laughs> is brought to you by Pepsi Cola. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> that's a Pfizer and I have always felt like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Boy, time for your first pick. No, what? John Jordan, first... John Jordan, time for your first pick. I'm sorry. My list is violent. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's, damn. I understand. Just, well, you know what? You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go funny because I have a why violent don't you list. Do, why don't you do whatever it is do that makes you your heart happy? I'm going to, but I you just saw this. You lay in bed watching fight videos at like at fast food restaurants. So don't not, don't not be you. I do. Be dude. You. It's been getting worse. It's get. I have to like be like, what are you doing? My daughter's in my arms and I'm watching videos of fights at football games. So... I'm going to do this because I didn't see this on my list, but it's definitely something I wish I could see again <laughs> for the first time. Because the first time I saw it, I was in the theater and there were about three movies that came out in a row that did this to me. And I'm sure they'll come up on Loose Ian's change. list. Loose change too. Yeah, Zeitgeist. Yeah, Zeitgeist. <laughs> um, it's the scene in Old School when Will Ferrell gets the dart in his neck. Oh, yeah. I wish, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah, to God I could see that scene That was again. great. Because when he did it, Sean William Scott plays it perfectly because he Will Ferrell walks up in his bathrobe and he's been so funny the whole movie. And he walks up and he goes, what's going on here? And he grabs the dart gun and Sean William Scott starts telling him about it. He's like, that could puncture the skin of a rhino from 80 yards away or something. And then he just shoots it right in his neck. <laughs> and Sean William Scott's just like, yes. <laughs> and then when he goes, you're, 
you're crazy. And then he goes, the way he says fuck, he goes, you got a fucking dart in your neck. <laughs> you should it, probably check that out. And it's like already phasing out. And when he just <laughs> and, like ruins the birthday party. Also, the sound that the dart makes when it goes into the neck is so funny. Yeah, because it's, like, it's a yeah, thick. it's like unexpected. He's like holding it, and it's just like, fuck. It, <laughs> oh, it floored me when it came out. And you know, I won't say the other movies, but there were a couple movies in that era that when I went to the theater, I was just like, I hurt when I came out because I was the right age, right yeah. for that. All that humor to hit me right in my. Yeah, Got I didn't think. I thought. I thought. I didn't know anything could get funnier than old Dude, school. I really did. didn't. I really didn't either. But that, to me, I would that love to be able to see it again. Full of those kind of scenes, man. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's Fantastic. another one that's like second, but I I can't pick it. I don't think because it's in the same movie. It. But um, anyway, yeah, Will Ferrell <laughs> getting the dart in his neck, and Sean William Scott. They just they're perfect with each other. Oh, that's awesome. You think Sean William Scott like hates Ryan Reynolds? You know, so you think he kinda, it's that kinda, close to the same thing. I think he kind of took his corner a little bit. I think bit. Ryan Reynolds is just a little more attractive, a yeah. little funnier, just a yeah. little bit more, and little really? all of it, a little taller. I never yeah. find Ryan Reynolds all that funny. I I do. I think he's hilarious. I, I love Free Guy. I love the Deadpool's. I'm in. Yeah. That's the new one. Is Free Guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's essentially it's a children's Deadpool. <laughs> It's really, yeah. it's like a kid's version of Deadpool. It is Why didn't he open with that? <laughs> well, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, can, he, he's got my romantic comedy fix covered. Like he can do like definitely maybe uh, just friends. Like he's, he's great in that, that role. The change up he was even okay in. Anyway. Yeah. yeah I like, yeah. You like some of those mid range rom-coms, dude. Yeah, I do. I like, I'll yeah. run any, I'll run any of them, man. Any yeah. of them. Time for my first pick. Yep. The last time we saw this wizard, uh-huh. he had declared that a Balrog would not pass. Yeah, dude. Oh. And, he, and yep. he was he 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 was pulled into an abyss, a chasm, by a fiery whip. Yep. And then we think he's gone. The movie is Lord of the Rings. I think the Two Towers. Two Towers. It's Two Towers. Two Towers. Things are looking dark for our heroes. The orcs, uh-huh. the Urukai. Right, have never been more powerful. Which the Urukai are so fucking scary, dude. They're, they're the scary big, looking. Gnarly orcs. When he when when Saruman gets them out of that pit and they're being oh. born, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, so yeah, it's so awful. You, do you like the scene on the bridge? Is that what I'm you talking like about? In? I'm not talking about that scene. I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that yeah, scene. But I'm setting, up, he... I'm setting up when Gandalf the White shows back up. He's up on that hill on Shadowfax. Just like gleaming, looking white now, just like bright. He and is. they're like, oh, there's Gandalf. And he's alone. But then one of the riders of Rohan comes out and like, not alone. I think it's one of the riders oh. of Rohan, right? Like, oh, not that alone. Scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they just go like down. There. It's like a steep hill. And then Gandalf is like leading this charge with all these like horsemen like behind him. And they just like go and meet the, and like the orcs put out their like lances. But then he shines the light, and they're all like, yeah. ah! the Battle you're of talking, Helm's Deep. You're talk- Helm's oh, is that Deep? Helm's Deep? That's oh, Helm's, Helm's, Helm's Deep. Deep. I'm talking about Helm's because Deep. He, I'm he sorry. Brings the, he brings the horns. Yeah. He brings, yeah. He brings the, the tree people. And, oh, the uh, ants and stuff, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I there are a couple of ants, up. but mostly horns, man. Those yeah. I just reread The Lord of the Rings, man. Horns are terrifying. Yeah. They're coming, yeah, but they come down that hill into the into the battle. That, that scene. That's I, I may have messed scene. up the movie, but that one right there. Where they just hit him head on. It's like, I remember seeing it the first time and like getting goosebumps every single time. The movies kind of blend together because I, a little I bit, yeah. Always yeah, watch yeah. them 
all th- I do three in a day. Oh, if I'm going to do back it, to back? Right. Oh, I'm interesting. doing three in right. a day. And then you're yelling too. Like when that happens, you're just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, and I remember seeing it because th- th- those were back in the like midnight release days when like uh-huh. me and my friends, Nick Nanpei, not on the podcast, not in the studio, uh, but he and I would go like with our friends, we'd go see midnight releases and stuff. And I Dude, remember I just being like, shit. Yeah, me too. Seeing that and just being like, oh, sh- fuck yeah. And just like feeling like I would like. <laughs> I, I wish I could do it tonight with Spider-Man, but I can't. Oh, I know. I hear yeah. it's so good. Me too. Me too. But yeah, that scene there. that And those movies are full of like scenes I'd like to rewatch. But totally. that one, I just feel just feeling like so like because I didn't I hadn't read the books. I'd read The Hobbit, but I'd never read the Lord of the Rings books by the time I saw that. So I didn't know what was coming. Really, yeah. you know, yeah. like, right, right. especially yeah, like yeah. that. You were like, Gandalf is killed? What? Yeah. And then Gandalf is not killed. Well, Spoiler alert. Because You can't it, predict yeah. those movies that well because they, they do, like the heroes lose a lot in those movies. They don't ultimately end up losing. But like people lose these battles. There's so yeah. many battles that like they don't, they don't all get won. So when Helm's Deep's happening, you're like, are they going to win or are they going to get fucked and they're going to have to win in a different battle? So yeah. It's very fun. Uh, I'm and I'm gonna stay kind of in theme with my next pick because this is another. I, oh, that's I, right, I, back to back, back yeah. to back picks, and I want to take I want to take these back to back, and it's a very similar moment, but it's one like the like this was the the Gandalf coming back of my childhood. It's in Star Wars. Some people know it's Star Wars: A New Hope. You didn't think he was coming back. Things look bad for our, uh, our hero Luke Skywalker. Trying to launch the torpedoes into the air duct on the uh, Death Star, but he's got Tie Fighters close on his heel, and who should return? But yeah. Han Solo, yeah, his good pal Chewbacca in the yeah. Millennium Falcon, just like woo, just blasting him out of the air, and you're just like, fuck, he came back, he yes. came back, and just like I remember being like uh, a little kid, just like jumping around like the, the house. In Beaverton, Oregon, just like because I was watching the VHS was the first time I saw it because like missed the first time it was in the theaters and they hadn't uh-huh. re-released it yet. And I remember seeing that, which started like I still love the Star Wars movies. I still love oh, all of them. And like, but that started like what was a very intense love affair <laughs> with like the Star Wars movies and toys and card game and role playing game and like all that stuff. But it was like that moment there where I just like. Just like probably the, I mean, Harrison Ford has so many dope moments in his career, but that was probably like, for me, that's like the coolest movie star moment for Harrison Ford. The coolest moment for me in the Star Wars movies, just like one of the early examples of what like movies could make you feel, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. Because you're like, oh, he is a hero. He is a hero. He is a hero. I remember just losing my, (laughs) lost my mind. Yeah. Right. You're like, because you're like, oh, I fucking love, I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you and you bailed on him with your credits. You know what I mean? You prick, how dare you? (laughs) And then he comes back. He cares about things deeper than just, you know, putting the credits on the Millennium Falcon. It was like, such a cool moment and i know those are very similar picks but like i want i wanted to get them both if i could oh, dude they're fantastic yeah. though i mean yeah i don't you know i don't remember seeing and liking star wars until the prequels came out which is a weird thing because i, don't I didn't... remember getting into it until the prequels came out yeah like the phantom menace was because i was in like sixth grade fifth grade. yeah i was right in there my prequels came out my stepdad took me to all the re-releases of the originals and that's when i was like oh this oh, they Ill. did. That's when it came out. Was right before the release of the mm-hmm. prequels. I remember that they is. Those, yeah, I, remember, I wanted so much for those prequels. I, I know. It. I liked them. I, I'm basic. There were man. moments. I was fine. Well, and there's I I 
total credit, I if anyone was eleven when the prequels came out, yeah, you get you get to love those movies as far yeah. as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. Like I I'm sitting there watching Phantom Menace. It starts crying. Literally, the music comes up, and I'm just like, "Oh, it's gonna be amazing!" And then uh, I was thirty, so yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, not cool. Not. I, think, I was like, I, "It's not gonna work for me." I think I, I was either in early high school or middle school. My brother pulled me out of school. My and I had an older brother who was nine years older than me. Who like, uh, <laughs> he was how I got into Star Wars because he had like the. You know, we have like the the like Boba Fett and his ship toys and like mm-hmm. Tauntauns and all that stuff from the OG run that he just had from when he was a kid. And like, yeah, he pulled me out of school and we went to see him. And it was like, it was cool. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I like take him, more man. Star Wars, man. Take, I'll big, take it. Big Serve it Daddy up. worked at a movie theater and we I bet I saw the Phantom Menace a hundred times. And yeah. oh. I was just like, yeah, fuck it. I, I'm in. <laughs> I <don't Yeah>. care. <laughs> well, I want to uh, hopefully you're in for this next oh, pick. There oh, there's no way. Oh, oh my wait, gosh. What? Oh! It's oh, a Princess man. Leia Hot Wheels that's character car. Wild. And, he, and, he, and that, that one's from A New Hope. And the Hot Wheels character cars are the car, not the car that Princess Leia would drive no. if she drove a car, but the car that she would be. It looks like she a, were a car. It's got her hair buns yeah, on the does. side. Oh, yeah. that's wild. Hot Wheels really is leading the way. Yeah. And this, this is from uh, Lando. What should have been called Lando, sadly, because uh, I liked uh, it's from the original, the the early Han Solo movie that came out. Oh, that was yeah. Standalone. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is him. This is Han Solo as a young man. And then this is a new hope. This is Luke. This is just Luke. And oh, I, it might be actually uh, this is a return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's when he's yeah, in the all black. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, here's my out. Mandalorian car. You guys. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's sick. Dang. That's real. Dang. So fucking awesome. Anyway. Everybody you listening, you don't get to see it. Maybe Patreon members Patreon. get to see it. Yeah, yeah. maybe they will. Oh, yeah. If you want to see Jackie's Star Wars Hot Wheels collection, check the Patreon. I will upload a video clip there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grab the time code. Sean Jordan, come for your second yeah. pick. My second pick is, uh, yeah, violent. Uh, my mm-hmm. second pick, I was looking for some twists, some twists that I didn't see coming. I wanted some of those on the list. And for the second pick, I'll tell you what, John Doe has the upper hand. I'm going with the end of seven. What's oh. in the box? Oh. The what's in the box scene. Do you remember that shit when you saw it? Yeah. You were like, you because when you're like, no way, no, no way. I'm get. I have goosebumps. You see this? I have goosebumps right now because uh. you're just like he cut off her head. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen Seven, but and I never will. But yeah. that yeah. is horrifying. <laughs> if 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 you haven't seen it by now, it's not the kind of movie you want to see. Yeah, no, don't go. Don't. It's not. You know, it's but it's a bummer. Yourself. Yeah, it's like a early late high that's, school, early twenties. Like this is cool. That's it's not, not even the that's the biggest shock, but it's not even close to the biggest bummer in the movie. No, no, not even <laughs> no, close. Not even that's what I'm, just when it sets in that you're like, oh my god, he did, he won. He, the bad guy won. He won this movie. This movie has a sad ending. Yeah, <laughs> David. Good ending. David David Fincher was out here ruining dates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do after that? So you wanna. You want to get some coffee? We have that you, reservation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to kiss tonight? You just want to take separate cars home? <laughs> yeah, man. That that was wild. Because I, I didn't see Seven. I don't know. I definitely didn't see it in the theater. It was like, by the time I saw it, I was probably college. And it was one of those movies where kids are like, dude, you haven't seen Seven? Let, you know, we're going home and watching Seven right now. When yeah. you don't have anything else in your life going on to where you can do shit like that. And you don't and, need uh, to sleep for like a week. 
Yeah, because yeah, you put Red Bull and cigarettes. That was college. Yeah. It was so. it was a big. Uh, I have a TV, like you know what I mean, like DVD player on the carpet. I have yeah. nine DVDs. This is one of them. Come on over. Yeah. You can smoke in this apartment, like that. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's preferred. Yeah, but yeah. John Doe, man, he had the upper hand. He won. That dude is icy with his murder plots. <laughs> is that? The, oh. I guess there's there's definitely other twists like yeah, that are. could be taken in this draft, but that's for you. Probably that's, that's your favorite movie twist. That, yeah. Just, Ooh. you know, Brad Pitt kills it. What's in the box? And What's in the box? Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt just acting their freaking barrels off. Dude, it's dick. Yeah. Yep, I like it. Excellent pick. Uh, Jackie Cation, time for your second pick. Wow. Uh, I wish I had something that was that creepy. I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Do no, you don't. Not. No, you don't. Uh, there isn't a lot that's more creepy than that. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Casablanca. Yes. Here's and looking Casablanca. At you, okay? French national anthem. Yes, La Marseille. I had that on my list. Oh, you know, I've, I've right. never so seen it. I was definitely going to take it. If you uh, perfect, uh, that's yeah. I've never seen it. I got to watch oh, it, right, dude? Uh, yeah, this isn't a talk spoiler. about goosebumps, man. Yeah, you would really like that movie, Sean. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I would. think you would. I just have yeah. never gotten around to it. I don't know why. It's not long, right? It's normal. It's be- no, it's not long, and yeah. it's beautiful, and it's funny, and it's smart, and it's got it hits all the. There's a reason it's 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 a classic. She's beautiful in it. Oh yeah. He is uh she's 19. He's goony goony looking. And um but Who's who's he? Is it Cary Grant? Who's in who's in uh, Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, yeah. Humphrey Bogart, but he's so good. He's I mean everybody's good. I mean that guy's a movie star. They're both movie stars, right? Yeah. Is yeah, that of all star. the gin joints one of all the gin joints yeah. in all the world? Yeah. Okay. It's, but, but that, it's that's like, not even the greatest line that Gingoids thing. Yeah, there's so there's the, the, there's Nazis in Morocco and there's like a, it's an American. It was like an expat bar run by Humphrey Bogart, who's like an American kind of thing. And there's like French ex, expats because Morocco used to be a French territory, but now it's occupied by the Nazis. And the Nazis come in to the bar and they're like and they sing the Nazi national anthem. Basically, there's like th- three or four. There's not a bunch of them. And then all these French expats in the bar start singing the French national anthem, La Marseille. And it's like one of those moments. It's It's, so good. It's when Humphrey Bogart picks a side. I'll watch it soon. It's crazy. I haven't seen it. It's stupid. What's your favorite line in the movie, Jackie? Or the best line in your opinion? Uh, Wow. That is is hard because it's just like um, it's the one where it is. It is a famous line. It's the one where we, you know our our relationship won't amount to a hill of beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the at, big picture, right? It's the big picture line. That's the one. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, you're getting on that plane. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, maybe you're gonna regret it. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Oh, but someday, and for the rest of the... your life, that one, like, yeah, yeah, it's so good. He, he needs you more than I do, kind of thing, right? Yeah, and uh, it's awesome. Outstanding. I see. I like it. Bad boy. I like it. Sold. Bad boy. Y'all sold me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all did it. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't have been a hard sell. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Just> yeah. <you laughs> <know. laughs> I really dug my heels in on Casablanca. But I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, yeah. Y'all undug them. <laughs> I like that we don't have any Christmas movies. <laughs> not yet. Not We're yet. young. We're not young. Yet. Yeah, not, not young. young. Not young. All right. uh, David Boy, time for your second and third picks. As it is. Uh, Okay. My second pick is, so I went to the movies on Van Ness in San Francisco on Mm. Christmas. Me and a bunch of my roommates 
We were having what we called Orphan Christmas. It was a great day. We stuck beers in the movies. And we all decided first that we were going to go see the new hit Jamie Foxx movie, Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. And the wow. scene where he whips the brittle, where he kills the brittle brothers right before they whip his wife. He, uh, like, shoots the one and whips. It was like, it started as, a like, a low rumble <laughs> in the crowd. Like, everybody's like, even me and my friends were like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and by the time it's going, the whole crowd in Van Ness at the AMC was just like, yeah! It was like, it was like the only way I can describe it is maybe some type of a racial catharsis. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was insane, and to have that experience with that many other people. Is, is that like a, I don't know, Van Ness, were there like a lot of black people in the theater watching that? Well, I, I was just there was a lot of black people. It's just San Francisco. It's a very liberal place in general. Right, right, and, right. And, and this is Tarantino. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. this is on this is on Christmas Day, and it was just I saw like Pulp Fiction. That's the only one I saw. You saw it on Christmas Day. I saw it on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I, was, I had it on my list. I'm not going to take it though. But my father and I, both Jews, uh, are, <laughs> I know this. <laughs> We saw Inglorious Bastards exact in theaters. Exact same feeling. When they were machine gunning the Nazis' faces off, we were just like, yeah, just like fucking stoked, man. You just can't like, not. It gets like from like your heart where you're just yeah. like, ah. yeah. Is. <laughs> I got a scene in Black Widow like that. Anyway, oh. go ahead. Oh, yeah. I got a scene in, uh, in The Devil's Own like that. So, you know. <laughs> Sean, Sean's got a scene in Popeye's Fight 74 like that. <laughs> In the name of the father. <laughs> the chicken sandwich tapes. Uh, yeah, so that is my second pick. And my third pick. <laughs> mm. All right. I think for my third, because I don't think any of my picks are going to get taken. I think for my third pick, I'm going to, just like in the way of watching this scene and like, I like feel stuff at movies or whatever, but I've, I don't think I've seen a scene where I like was just like heart torn out of my chest, like so sad. Yeah. I'm taking uh, World's Greatest Dad when he oh. found his kid. Oh my god! That's oh. like I don't know that. That's like one of the most amazing pieces of acting. Like if the world ends, launch that into space, so you know that's something we did down here. Robin Williams. It was just like, oh my god, the way it made me feel. Yeah, it dude. was. It was it. And I feel that way every time I I have watched that movie, but that first time it was like I just wasn't ready for it. And man, like I remember so I watch what, it and it's like, I don't how know do you, what, how can you happens. even do that? I, I don't know how you can do that. Spoiler alert for the next like two minutes or whatever if you haven't yeah, seen World's Greatest Dad. But like so, starting now. <laughs> but he, if you're not gonna watch, he his son accidentally kills himself. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Oh, but it's a God. picture. It's a picture of Robin Williams' girlfriend at the time. Whoa. Because his son was just this really terrible, terrible guy. Like the whole movie, his son was so, so terrible. And like his son was terrible to him. And, it, and, it, and he comes in and he sees that his son did this, but it's, it's still his son died. And just like the reaction to it and just the way he cried, it's just like, you got to really see it just for like, as a feat of acting, man, it's damn. It's like haunting, intense, yeah, haunting. It, it's it is. So, it's, wow, it's he was like, so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, that, he was a funny guy, but like you see that, and that's like that's like a thing not 
other people can do. Yeah. You know, it was, it's really like it's, extraordinary acting kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it, it was really got me. And just even thinking about it, I just like feel like shaking. But yeah, yeah so it, that scene in World's Greatest Dad. It felt like he had some, like, when you see an actor go to like another place, like where they're like something real is coming out, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt and like it was that. just like, it was such a complicated. It was so complicated because of the way that the kid died. Like it was just like such a difficult thing to be able to pull off, and he, it was just like really beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to Bobcat, right? Directed that movie too. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. So yeah, Crazy. that scene was excellent. Oh, yeah. Picks, uh, Jackie. Oh my God! There's not a chance. Every every. I mean, what? What I'm gonna say when Shadow comes over the hill and Homeward Bound? <laughs> that was come big, on. though. Hey, baby. I mean, that's a fucking beautiful scene. <laughs> that's a hell of a scene. I cried, uh, but I gotta pick. I gotta pick one I want. You know, one that I that I that I I literally. Do you ever see the end of um, Cinema Paradiso? No, no, I never seen it. Oh, I don't want to ruin. I mean, the end of Cinema Paradiso. It's a beautiful movie, and the end of it. It's essentially it's about a small town movie theater in this tiny town in the middle of nowhere in uh, Soviet Russia, uh, Soviet yeah. Eastern Bloc, right? And so the 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 censorship people cut out every kiss sex scene innuendo, and uh, at the at the end of the, I'm going to ruin it. I don't know how to. I mean, I've already half it. ruined it. Yeah, but, you got to uh, do it. You uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, he gives them as a gift. All of those cuts. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, wow. So everything they've taken out of his movies. Everything he's taken out of out of all the movies. He's he's strung them together. He's put them he's he's spliced them. So and then so it's just a just montage of love. Of kiss, 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 love, 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 love. It's adorable. Oh, that's and beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's my pick. I'm not even gonna yeah. I think I it's think still worth great. watching that movie. Yeah, yeah I think course. so too. Yeah. yeah. And it the movie itself is is it's one of those movies that's that's um that that is so beautiful and it's also just like sweet and funny and it makes you mad. You're like you get to meet people's parents. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things <laughs> where you're like, Oh, I know that, Jackass. Quit yeah, raising yeah, your yeah. kids like that. Yeah. Like uh, it, it, it makes the world feel smaller in a beautiful way because you're seeing this like Russian yeah. movie or whatever, Italian movie, whatever that like oh, Italian, yeah. those people there too. They're like we all live yeah. like yeah. Earth is round. Yeah. I love it. yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful that when like I shamefully have like only recently started watching more like foreign movies like stuff from like South Korea and all that and you're like I I don't know what I thought like I get and it's not xenophobic oh, like doing some different or yeah it's more yeah. xeno ignorant you know what I mean where I'm just like well our societies are so different and then you watch it and there's like oh no they're playing on the same universal themes like why why wouldn't why would love be d- different there you know what I mean why wouldn't this be a beautiful love story they're themes for the universe baby yeah mm-hmm. it's a good reminder yeah we're all just exactly the world is round damn Sean yeah <laughs> gonna get violent Sean's gonna again. pick somebody getting glassed in a pub the world's gonna be bloody I'll tell you that it's I uh, I was gonna go soft for a second, but I don't think I'm going to now. Say what you um, feel. No, nah, I'll go soft. So in uh in Forrest Gump, the sure. scene always, always gets me. 
it's huh. still it it almost chokes me up talking about it but it's at the you know the end of the movie when the whole point of the movie when he's waiting on the bus bench he's gonna go oh. see robin wright after years and years and years and he walks in and she slowly reveals to him that that's his son like when he gets home and uh she goes that's his name's forrest like his daddy and he goes well my name's forrest and then he it sets in and the part when he goes when he's like choked up and he goes is is he and then she goes he look again with the goosebumps she goes he's like one of the smartest kids in his class i am bawling when i see yeah. that because it's just like this guy who has such a good heart the whole movie wants nothing but the best for everybody sees the world with such innocent innocence and just like is solid good and wants to help people and like gives Bubba's mom her due share of money millions of dollars and then at the end you're like man money is whatever a human is a human and these basic things are what people think about and that like it just i don't know it's i love it i wish i could see it for the first time every day because it just makes me so happy and appreciative and you realize like what matters and what doesn't matter at that moment to him he's a millionaire in that movie he's rich nothing he doesn't have to worry about shit and then he meets his kid and he's like this is yeah I'm a, it's just such a human level you know what i mean I, bob zemeckis just chilling on the draft today second movie dude <laughs> yeah, but yeah dude. i he's do know come up you again i bet too because there's think another some people one are kind of like jaded about you know what i mean like uh, forrest gump to some extent you know, mm-hmm. like but it's it fucking works man yeah, that well, movie works. You know, there's like a bunch of the scenes in there where you're like, yeah, it'd be fun to see that. But for me, it's just that basic. It's it's one of the most tearjerker scenes I can think of, and in a good way. Like no, you know, nobody. Yeah. No one's dying the last or ten minutes of that movie turns into that piece of meat that Rocky's hitting. Whales <laughs> 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 on you, too. <laughs> yeah, man. So the end of the end of Forrest Gump when he's talking to Haley Joel for the first time. That yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, great pick. Uh, time for my third and fourth picks. Man, I got some. Mm. <laughs> it's hard to. It's hard. Is there to some violence down. in there? I feel like a psychopath because I don't have a ton of violent stuff. I had. The, I mean, it was the Hitler getting his machine, uh, face machine gunned off. Would have yeah. been one of them. But uh, <laughs> so this is this, this is something that had I seen it, I like. I don't. If I watched it again now for the first time, having seen all the movies I've seen since then, I don't know that it would hit me in quite the same way. But if I could go back to how I felt the first time I was in a movie theater as a little 10-year-old uh-huh. and saw the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park Dude, for the first that time. Was gonna oh, yeah. be all right. I Welcome to Jurassic Park where Dude, they're out in the field. And you see the you see the brontosaurus or whatever, whatever they are. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And like I I already love dinosaurs. I was into dino riders, dino saucers, like oh, any dinosaur stuff. Did you ever read Dinotopia? I read Dinotopia, dude. I was in any dinosaur-related business I could get my little Jewish hands on. (laughs) Snatch it right up, dude. And, like, when Jurassic Park came out and, like, the first time you saw it and, like, movies weren't really doing shit like that before. You know what I mean? Like, that was... None of them. Amazing. That was a huge pivot. Yeah. I probably cried. I don't know. I was 10, so maybe I didn't. But, like, because I... It was shocking to see because you're... You're like, okay, how are they going to show me dinosaurs? Because you're thinking about like Jaws and yeah. animatronic shit. And then you see that and it looks real. You watch it yeah. to this day and you're like, those are dinosaurs. Those raptors <laughs> right. are still scary. <laughs> still yeah. scary. I know it's not accurate, but it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And so you know how they found out like different things. You're like, don't, I don't care. Yeah. 
you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're I like raptors right. were actually the yeah. size of chickens. Fine, but not in this movie. <laughs> I don't they know. were the size of chickens 70 million no. years ago, but not yeah. in 1994. I didn't go to the science museum. I went to the movies. Let me relax. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I and I know the difference. Somebody asked me something about uh, uh so it was it was like, how can you how can you watch that or something? It's like, no, I'm cock. I I know the difference between fiction and yeah. nonfiction. I yeah. I don't. It I'll doesn't have to be real. Yeah, it's just got to be cool. Got got to give people the benefit of the doubt of not being total morons. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I know that. I'm not. And also, how does it affect me? I'm never going to be like, oh, that's yeah. not a raptor. Raptors are the size of horses. So yeah. you're not going to be arguing over like your ACT scores at Stanford or something, being like, why well, it was in this documentary, Jurassic Park. Maybe you missed it. Right. <laughs> I remember talking to some kid who was like, I can't watch Star Wars because uh, there's no sound in outer space and they have they make noises. And I'm like, what? What? That's the shit that used what to irk do? me so bad when people You don't have it. any friends if that's... You're, hurt, I, you're only hurting yourself. I bet right. you're a blast at parties, kid. Yeah. The literalists, I'm surrounded by literalists. And so sometimes... And, and it's a fucking movie. They brought yeah. dinosaurs to life. <laughs> yeah. I'm already... I'm already playing with house money. Nobody wants to go to your Event Horizon themed slumber party. Man. Yeah. Like, come it's not, on, it's not a fucking documentary, dude. Like, chill out. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Right. So, someone missing the point of District Nine. Yeah. They wouldn't be yeah. shrimp people. And you're like, stop talking. Yeah, you gotta go home. You gotta. You gotta go home. You can't be in here. <laughs> we don't. We don't see movies together. Yeah, <laughs> we can go talk about other stuff later. We can go to the park, you know. But yeah, that's a great pick, man. That, that's, that's a great pick. That's yeah. such a good. I have so many I want to take in here, but I have to. The next one I have to take to a moment again in the movie theaters. When I th- I I think I probably ended up on the floor of the movie theater, <laughs> I which know was watching I, the Jackass I, movies for the first time, and it was specifically oh. the Giant Hand. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was another one of those things. That was another one of those movies that I saw where I was like, wait, people can do this? Yeah. You could just go around doing it? <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody gave these guys money to do this? It was fucking genius. The, 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 the sheer luck that I could have been born at any time in the history of humanity. In any, I could have been, I could have been any kind of different person, but I was born in fucking America, a boy, when they were making the Jackass movies. <laughs> I was fucking 14, Jackie. I think oh I was God. like 14. And well, like, that, that is a crucible moment. That is, yeah, it was that right is in a... the wheelhouse for me, yeah. too. And it's just dudes hurting each other. It was uh, like, that's um, what I do. Amazing. Uh, yeah, that's what my, me and my friends do. We punch each other in the nuts for no yeah, reason. I, I ride my bike off of all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. Oh, and there's that's... these grown ups doing it at the highest level. Like, yeah. it was amazing. Laura had never seen it. I just showed her that like four days ago, the hand thing. Yeah, and she was politely chuckling, but I was like, I was not breathing. I was doing that thing where I'm laughing so hard that I thought she was laughing as hard as I was until I was like, oh, well, I'm laughing hard enough. Jack, for both if you of haven't us. seen it, it's a giant hand on like <laughs> a, it's a giant spring-loaded hand that's hidden <laughs> right the door. That as soon as one of their friends walks through the door, they unload it and it like hits them really hard and knocks them over. Yeah. Right. And then they have them like, hey, will you bring in that tray of like whatever? And soup. It's like cakes or something. <laughs> cakes. And then for some reason, they just hit them with a bunch of flour. So they get knocked <laughs> over and then somebody throws a big handful of flour in their face. And it's it was, just it was the so stupid. Ridiculous. But yeah. Rid- just ridiculous. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
pure unadulterated teenage mayhem absolutely. and it was just like absolutely seeing it for the first time i think i was i was like i died and and, and then <laughs> danced with my ghost and then my ghost re-inhabited my body it's like also it was, one of these things where i think like i know for me at least with check has if i was 10 years younger or older i wouldn't have liked it not as much no i think if i was like 26 i'd have been like this is dumb yeah you right know, there's but, i mean there's a window when if you see something you're like i the, uh, this visceral this is just me this yeah. is i need to yeah it was like being like a, somebody who loved weed and guitar solos and you happen to be like 19 <laughs> when the summer of love happened you know it was like <laughs> right, that level right. of luck <laughs> <laughs> uh so those are my two picks sean join time for your fourth pick i was <laughs> funny that you bring this up because i was right in the pocket it feels like this movie was marketed to me specifically and uh it just so happens that we make there's a running joke about this gentleman on this very podcast oh yeah but it's in the dark night and it's in the very first scene the bank robbery scene in the dark night when you finally get to see the joker the oh, new yeah. reveal of the joker when he takes the mask off and he just goes simply makes you stranger. And that's like the first time, because there was all this lore about like, holy shit, there's going to oh, be yeah. a new Joker. Yeah, it was a big deal. And it's like, it's going to be, it was the first, I know Tim Burton had dark Batman movies, but this is like Christopher Nolan is like, this is going to be a dark. Tim yeah. Burton had Tim Burton Batman movies. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, weren't yeah, really, yeah. they weren't dark. They, they were, were dark. like, exactly. they were like was... a haunted house at a fun carnival. Kind of like, you know. They weren't like Zing Pow. You know, they were like right, the dark, right. the darkest we'd seen. And then this one is like, this looks like, a horror movie from yeah, the trailer. It was the difference between a haunted house and the people who work on a haunted house. Those levels of dark. You know <laughs> yeah. <what I> mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I went to the theater. It was one of those midnight where I'm like midnight. I got there at like eight o'clock, spot in line. Uh no alcohol or anything. Just sitting there with candy, talking to strangers all night, being like, you st you just hella stoked. Getting in there, like got my seats, waited in the theater for like an hour and a half before the movie even started. Just sitting there like, yep, I'm gonna see the Joker. And yeah. then you see the Joker and it was so it was sick. Epic. Yeah. Oh my God, I was so pumped. And that was the age I was, I don't know how old I was. Whatever age I was, was exactly 30. what they were writing the movie for. <laughs> you did want to know how he got those scars. I, I want every story he was spinning. I was like, is this really the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? Oh no, he's just being a dick again. That was uh, The Dark Knight Rises? No, that was the, dark that was the other one. It was the first dark one, right? Dark Knight. First one. First one was Batman Begins, but then Dark Knight and then Dark Knight. Oh, that's right. Batman I always forget about Batman Begins. That was with Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul. And, um, mm -hmm. and the Scarecrow. But yeah, the Joker reveal after the bank robbery. And also William Fickner is in that scene. I love William Fickner as a character actor. You were 26 when it came out. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah. I was probably like at Nutty's every night that week talking to everyone like, dude, see you at Batman tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Joker. I like how I'm much older than I thought I was. But yeah, for me, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I was like 20, maybe 21. No, I was 26. Definitely. My friends had thousands of dollars in the bank. But I was like, I think I got enough money to go see The Dark Knight at midnight tomorrow. <laughs> they, uh, that, was, that scene was amazing because they were all wearing those same clown masks. You mm -hmm. didn't know who the Joker was. It was you knew, right. So they show, him in the, they show the back of him before like walking into the bank. And you're, and you're like, that's the Joker. Because he has... The Joker colors, but they're very muted. They're mm -hmm. not like the crazy, cartoony green and purple. It's like a real dingy purple, mm -hmm. and like maybe that's a green old army jacket or something. You're like, that's probably the Joker. And then it's just, it's so fun. 
Yeah. yeah, I had the yeah. same emotion when I saw Mortal Kombat and I was 30. Dude, are you talking about the new one? No, no I Gora, love the new dude. one, but the original okay. one. But the yeah. new one is so good. Because what I did is like, shit out of me. I came out of playing Ultimate Mortal Kombat Ultimate for like four hours at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. <laughs> and I was just like, 30 bucks. And I'm like, oh. And, uh, and, uh, and then I went into the movie and the guy that was the best player, like, you know, you'd put your quarter up and, you know, you're, it's 95, right? That was me. And that was you, me. And he could win all of it. He was sitting right in front of me, losing his shit as much as I was at, <laughs> at how great Mortal Kombat was. We were like, when Luke Kane, does uh-huh. his feet. The bicycle oh hit. yeah when finally like at the it, in the in that movie when Liu kang finally gets pissed enough to where the fireball comes out you're like oh he did yes. it yeah <laughs> yep i love yeah. it man i'm right i'm with you i was when i saw it in the theater so scared i had to leave by goro goro was scary <laughs> I, and I was a little too old for that to be the case <laughs> don't remember the exact age but like a little too old for Were me to 26? be leaving because of movies. <laughs> yeah, I was 26. <laughs> uh, amazing pick. Jackie, time for your fourth pick. Fourth pick. I got to go. I got to go back to my list here. You know, no, no. It's, you guys have inspired me to leave the list because something that I laughed so hard, I, and it was, it's claymation. Oh, yeah. You know how much work goes into claymation? So, the fact that this movie was willing it's an entire day to put <laughs> essentially it's uh it's Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were Rabbit. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a scene where the bad guy, he's got a toupee, he's lost his toupee, he fights his way out of um cotton candy machine, and his hair is cotton candy. I stood up and pointed at the screen and just yelled <laughs> the word ha. <laughs> if, I could, if I could see that again, I, I was like, I don't think you understand. That was an entire day or three days of work. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much work and it's so dumb and it's so awesome. I was like, that's insane. I Hell love yeah. that. I love thinking about you're like, like a bunch of people had to work on that. On that cotton candy <laughs> hair. Cotton candy hair for no reason. And you're like, what? <laughs> is going on the artist had to go to producers with like three different cotton candy options like which of these are you feeling yeah yeah so there far? were producers like turning them down yeah like come on mm. man jake seriously pink. blue pink yeah yeah it's gotta be pink we gotta go yeah. classic pink i'm not feeling a swirl on that they yeah. had yeah, they late have this- nights talking to their families like i'm not gonna be home it's it's days i'm gonna be doing this for days okay you this is who you married <laughs> so we gotta and click <laughs> click yeah <laughs> click <laughs> It was so freaking funny. They do such amazing stuff. I, uh, Dana, my fiance, was telling me about like Coraline when they made that, like, and they have the like uh, dolls. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. claymation dolls. They had to like somebody had to get tiny knitting needles because they she wears like mittens like that are clearly knit and had to like knit tiny mittens and like t- or a tiny scarf or something like that. So some artists just had to be like, yeah, this is my job today. I'm knitting the <laughs> tiniest imaginable pair of like clothes for this movie. It's wild. The dedication that goes into yeah, it. Yeah. Coraline was beautiful as well. That was so gorgeous. There's a lot of rich kids who were like fuck ups. But Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, his kid, Matthew Knight, I think it's Matthew, founded a claymation studio because you just need a ton of money. 
Yeah, yeah. he's like that. Only a rich kid could do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because you're like, this probably isn't a good investment. I'm gonna start a claymation studio. Yeah, yeah good on him for being like, I'm gonna do something with my tons of did, money. Did you guys yeah. see Fantastic Mr. Fox? Yes. yes. I Absolutely. always felt like Wes Anderson in that movie really sums up like a successful Hollywood kind of attitude. Because he's he's with every interview about that movie, it felt like he was going. Well, I hope you like it. You know, I got together with some friends of mine, you know, Meryl Streep, George Clooney, <laughs> yeah. over the weekend, and we put it together. And I was like, no, you don't get to say that this is like it, don't like it. You put your heart and soul in that movie, and we yeah. better like it or not. And you can be angry at me if I don't like it because it was so much work. Wes being all casual. Yeah, don't be <laughs> so casual. So much work. Yeah. Claymation, there's no casual. You no have cash. committed. Yeah, you've committed. Leave that shit for traditional animation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not prep and landing, which I also enjoyed. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've seen that cartoon. It's good times. Disney Plus, prep and landing. There I haven't seen it. Good shout. Uh, yeah. Dave Borey, come for your fourth, and then your final picks. My fourth pick, I would be remiss if I didn't pick a feel-good <laughs> one. This is one of my favorite feel-good songs. Things of all time. I've talked about it so many times on this podcast. I'm picking in the first sister act, the first time the choir comes together yes. and sings Oh Maria. It is amazing. It Kathy is amazing. Kathy to Jimmy is so funny. And then that woman with the, the tiny woman, when she hits the like, the hits the solo, and she's like, Seraphine. Oh my God. And then the people come in from the streets and it's just like, that's the point where the movie pivots. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, I watched it. I watched it before we got on here to just make sure it still made me feel <laughs> make sure you the way still it does. It. The, the Dude, good feels. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then like, yeah, and it's just like, it's still funny. It's, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I, I love that uh, all the nuns come at the end with the casino scene. That's one of my favorite scenes oh, where you yeah. just see nuns everywhere. They're and it's so funny. Vegas. Yeah, they're so funny. Everybody had chops in that movie. Everybody yeah. was so funny. And then, like, yeah, and that part specifically, because you just see them honking. They were just bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, honking. <laughs> and then they just, like, and then, and then the one woman, yeah, she has that, she hit the redhead, she hits that huge solo. And then Kathy to Jimmy, she's just like, it's just so good. It's just so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then. Uh, well, wait, wait. Now, before you take your next pick, we got to take another. <laughs> we got to take another quick short break. Oh, okay. Just a little one. Just a short one. We're going to be right back. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring. Something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So, I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project and it it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself, but it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, 
you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers. Just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything Already in Progress. We've just concluded the fourth round of the movie scenes you wish you could watch all over again for the very first time draft. Uh, David Borey, fresh from a whirlwind tour of Europe, has taken... The Omari, Omaria scene from Sister Act. And uh, we're about to get to his fifth pick. The draft already in progress. Fifth and final pick. I am taking a Spike Lee joint mm. called The 25th Hour. Oh. We're taking a oh. man, uh, Succession Zone, Brian Cox. I'm taking the final scene in The 25th Hour where he's driving Edward Norton to prison. And he's like, I could just oh, he, when he when he tell when he like plays out what his life could be where he's like I could just take that exit and we could just keep on driving and we could go out west and I'll leave you in a town and you'll and it'll be tough but you'll work hard because you're you're a New Yorker and you'll never write again but six years from now I'll send and he just like builds out this whole beautiful life for this character who's just like lived the whole because the whole show's like the whole movie's like the day before Edward Norton turns himself into prison. Yeah. And it's just like his life coming to a head and his friends telling him what they actually feel about him and blah, blah, blah. And his dad just paints this beautiful picture of what it could be if he doesn't go to prison. And then it like snaps back at the very end and they're just still in the car and you don't know if it happened. Yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. It's so, it's so good. Yeah, I gotta guy, watch man, that again, man. It's been years. Oh man. Fucking Brian Cox, really. That guy is. That guy could really act his ass off. Yeah, he can slang that thing around for yeah, sure. He's, dude. he's, he's got so it. good. He's really got it. Also, succession. Fuck. I'm just now. I've I've watched season two last week, and I'm I'm on season three, episode seven, right now. It's I'm it's crazy episode that I waited nine this long. Is one of the better things I've ever seen on TV. It is so good. I know yeah. it. It doesn't need our help, but it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we so telling? Fucking good. <laughs> who, it's so who, fucking good. Who, who are you guys? Uh, who, are you, who who's your who's your team? Who who are you rooting for? The feds. 
No. <laughs> I mean, yes. 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 I'm 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 on I like the kids. Yeah. Like that's kind of my just cuz they were like they're just so fucked up. They're so fucked up. They're abused. Yeah. But if you take a zoom out, it's like Brian Cox did build this from the ground up and they're all just like, mm, we get it now. You know, no, what they're I mean? very but like, much rich kids yeah. and they do like a lot of cringy rich kid shit. Like when uh, when Kendall like rapped where you're like, oh, dude, oh, I boy. can't be on board with it's this. It's insane. And then everyone's acting like they like it. And you're like, man, if he was broke. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the way that the characters all kind of turned in season three was really interesting. Like you saw yeah. a new light of every, but this is not a succession podcast. My last no. pick 25th hour final scene when he builds a life for him outside of prison. Fantastic. Jackie Cation, your final pick. I, all of my stuff is light. <laughs> it's that's all right. That's, that's good. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I, right, right, and and that's. I mean, and quite honestly, that is how I'm living my life here. I'm trying to. <laughs> you got, got not season one year. Pl- pl- You're all right. right. There's yeah. plenty. Of, there's plenty of dirt bags in the real world. I here's uh, mm, gonna go with the my favorite year. Oh, so good, Peter O'Toole. Yes, Mark. What's his face from Perfect Strangers? Uh, yeah. the last scene. Balky. Yeah, not Balky. Uh. Uh, the other one, fr- um, n- not Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't what is that name. guy's name? I um, thought it was Mark something. Is it not? Oh, he's the the straight man. Uh, what is? Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, I can't uh, think of his name. His name is Marklin Baker. There we go. Yeah, okay. Marklin Baker plays. Uh, and I just that scene at the end where Peter O'Toole just swings in, and the fight scene. Between the king and the and the and the and the thugs and the the mob, and yeah. they're all kind of dressed because they're doing it's a sketch show. Yeah. So everybody is dressed like the bad guys, and um, Peter O'Toole is he's the hero that he was supposed. You know, he plays that hero. And Marklin Baker, that's his name, isn't it? Marklin or, Baker, yeah. So Marklin Baker says to him, but right before that scene, he says. I don't need you life-sized. I need you bigger than that. I need I need heroes as big as I can get them and there's no way that that you that you that you're that good of an actor. Inside of you is that hero. And then they go up and they're looking at it from the lights and the studio audience all looks up and and they're just being murdered. And the guys in the in the in the scene calling the shots, he's like, camera two, camera four, yeah. camera. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and he and he just he picks up like a like a uh just a, a a wire and he swings down like like Tarzan and he yeah. comes in and he's but he's dressed for the three musketeers. He's in. He's in a different outfit. I gotta see this movie. Oh it's my great. god! It's about it's, the. It's about like my the show. Sid shows Caesar. Sid Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's about, and it's it's about live television, and it's about um the move the uh, the the movement from movie stars to TV stars to, you know, and 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 what live te- television must have been like. It's just it literally. I watch it and I'm like, that. That is performing. That yeah. is and Peter Toole kind of playing himself too in it. You know what I mean? Because he he was like a legendary drunk and like a uh, yes. you know just yeah. a mess of a dude. 
yeah. a mess, but a, but a but a hero. You know what I mean? But Lawrence of Arabia, like in the you know, played amazing roles, uh, and like him, kind of like looking back on his like life and career and playing him playing himself. Yeah, exaggerated, but not even that really exaggerated. And as someone who has worked in late night and variety for the last eight years, even though this was like depicting an era like 40, 50 years before mine, not not too different from kind of what it feels like the showbiz parts, like writers' rooms and sure. like putting right, a show right. on and everything like that. Get her a set of tires. Yeah. Uh, there, get, get get her a deal. Get a deal. Don't don't get her the top line. And <laughs> it's so fu- it's so funny too. It's such a good movie. Such a good movie. It's like uh, the 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 boxer from from the Philippines who's his mom's new husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his mom and and the whole everybody in Brooklyn coming to dinner because it's Peter O'Toole. It's because. Swanee, she keeps calling him Swanee. Yeah, you're like, stop calling him Swanee, mom. It's uh, it's Swan. His last name's Swan. You're just like, Swanee, you haven't seen your daughter? It's and he, she just like jugular, you know. It was just, it's, it's got ev- that movie has everything, and it <laughs> yeah. even has old 1950s cars that are neat. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's it's a sweet it's a sweet ass movie, is what I'm saying. It's a great fun. It's a you know what it is. It's a great picture. It's a great picture. It's a great picture. Cinema. Mm-hmm. Hard, mm-hmm. hard recommend on uh, my favorite year. Uh, great pick. That's such a fun scene. Uh, Sean Jordan, time for your final pick. <clears throat> I got to uh, work Tombstone in. I have to. Sure. And the <laughs> wow. scene, it's my favorite. To, on, on every other day, Tombstone's my favorite movie. Okay. Uh, so the, the, the scene from Tombstone, the one that sticks out, my favorite scene, and that I loved immediately, I love the whole movie immediately, but this one sticks out, is the OK Corral. Numerous reasons, but the tension is so high in that scene, and it's the only movie, really, that's done it accurately. Because uh, like, OK Corral was a very tiny little fight. I mean, I know it was a gunfight, but like a lot of movies focus on that, and that's the movie. With Tombstone, it's the middle point of the movie, and then the rest of it goes on. But just the tension in that part of the movie is so star-studded and so real, and it's just so subtle. Val Kilmer and like Thomas Hayden Church, when they're like, you kind of, it's from the eyes up, and you see Val Kilmer smile a little bit, and then it cuts to Thomas Hayden Church, and you see his eyebrows go up, and you're like, oh no, and then it just goes off. I love that part of the movie. Yeah. Oh my god, that whole fucking movie is aces to me. But that part of that movie. Please give me that feeling again where I was just like, oh, Oof, love it. Oh, man. I, I want to just do all cowboy movies now. Oh, yeah. yeah I was just, just thinking that. There's so many mm-hmm. ones that I really, really like. I mean, all of Tombstone. I could, <laughs> I could just pick <laughs> every scene in Tombstone. Did you yeah. see Horse Soldiers in no. uh, John Wayne? Horse Soldiers? Uh-uh. Uh, no. It's Civil War. Uh, John Wayne plays a Union uh, c- uh, c- cavalry colonel. So they're they're going through the south and they're they're going down to cut some lines, right? They got to cut the telegraph lines and they're trying to be stealthy, but they're it's not really working. And at one point they go into this town and there aren't there's nobody to fight them except for a children's military school, yeah. a boys military school which they turn themselves out in their marching band uniforms, but with their guns like taps, right? And they got their drummer and they're and they're marching at John Wayne and his grizzled, you know, soldiers. And his second in command goes, what should we do? And he's like, run, 
Run. <laughs> You're not going to kill a bunch of nine-year-olds. Run. Yeah. <laughs> and so they just turn around and just freaking and and one of the, the one of the sergeants grabs one of the kids and just starts giving them a, a spanking. <laughs> and it is an amazing. I remember I just because uh, there's a moment when you think they're going to kill these kids. And I just choke up and I'm just like, ah. Anyway, I have uh, taken over this. I, I don't think this is how the game works. I'm so sorry. No, please. Well, this is exactly how the, this is yeah, exactly how the game works. Yeah, state. this is how it goes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Time for the, my final pick, though, the yeah. final pick of the draft. I have 10 left Dude, on I, my list. I know. I got so yeah. many. I have so many. Yeah. Looking at my list, though, I think I have to... Re- oh, man. I'm kind of surprised. There was, a, there was a couple I thought you were going to take. I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm deep, dude. Shut you can't up, figure dude. me out. <laughs> Shut up. You pay me into a corner. I'll I'll tap dance my way right out of it, dude. God, this is so hard. All right. I'm gonna take a movie I just saw for the very first time two nights ago. A movie really? that as of the release of this podcast, you can still see in movie theaters. And oh, a movie that yeah, I yeah. think sure. will be the first movie I've seen in theaters twice in I can't remember how long. The new the remake of West Side Story mm-hmm. is it was it that great? So really? fucking good. It is Whoa, so good. I did good. not expect that. I it's did not expect that. So good. And I love the original. This one is, I mean, like, I you can't say it's better, but it is you can. so good. Yeah, it's because well, it's a different production. It's like going to the theater. So Yeah. It is. It's, it's a different production. It's it's slightly different. And it's like, I mean, it's newer cameras. It's new. So like, and Spielberg is directing it. He's directing his ass off, and it, it is. Just over blank, like it's so beautiful. It's so beautifully shot. There's times when it looks like a movie from the 50s or 60s, it, it, where it has that richness and like and texture to it. And like the, but the scene I'm taking is going to be the opening number, the jet song from the from the beginning you're a jet, of it. You're it, a jet it, it all the is, way. Yeah, when you're a yeah. jet, you're a jet all the way. Now you were set with a capital J, my friends. It is <laughs> so good. I, I, like I could also have easily taken America. I could have easily taken like tonight. Like there's so many Officer Krupke's hilarious in it. There's, like so many numbers I could have taken, but that one because it was like it's it opens the movie basically, and like yeah. it, it it's just so good. And the choreography, it's new choreography. It's not the same the original, oh, which was like legendary. Yeah, it's new choreography, but it's so amazing the cast is so good especially this guy who plays riff uh i forget the actor's name but he jackie this probably might not mean anything to you but he reminds me of our friend mike malloy so much it's crazy if you guys see it you have we to almost got know. one episode without mentioning mike malloy he, sneaking him into the end but it, it, like he reminds me of him so much but it's just like but a singing dancing mike malloy it is it's just so good i can't recommend it enough i can't recommend seeing it in theaters enough it is like it's why you go to the movies if you like musicals at all or even if you don't it's like it's not a thing you can get watching at home. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. it's still going to be great, but it's not, it's not, it's just like, it really takes you away. Yeah. It's That's a two dope, and a half man. hour movie. And like, I feel like I blinked and it was over. It's like that right. kind of thing. And you've seen it twice. In theaters. I will. I will. Going probably to. Probably by the oh, time okay. this drops, I will have seen it again. But like, I've seen it once in theaters. I went the other night and I'm, it, I think it's going to be the first movie I see twice in theaters. That's in a glowing. long time. That's a glowing wreck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sound like a 26-year-old me at my 14th time watching The Dark Knight right that's there. Right. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, that's the final pick. Marissa, do you have a pick? Yes. My pick would be the emotional roller coaster that is the first 10 minutes of Up. 
Oh my god. That? Oh my god. Man. Oh. Makes that shit was brutal. Oh, that was the I was like, did she shit? just have a miscarriage? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to my 11 year old niece. I said, I think that she, that yeah. woman just had a miscarriage. That is the saddest shit for a. I'm just like, what? That's <laughs> yeah. how they opened it. Yeah. They yeah. opened it. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a different movie. Yeah, it's an entirely it, different movie. Then it's a way different movie. But for like two minutes there, you're like, I don't think I want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. I don't think I want to be awake. <laughs> I, it's it is I gotta call my grandpa. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, that montage was a, a speed run for fastest cry watching a movie for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, good, I believe good it. pick. Good pick. That's yeah. a great pick, Mars. Uh to recap, David Bohr, you went first and you took the first Rocky training montage, Django killing the Brittle Brothers and Django Unchained, the world's greatest dad scene when he finds his son, the Omaria when the choir finally comes together in Sister Act, and the final scene of the 25th hour. Jackie, you went second. You took Roger Rabbit helping Bob Hoskins saw his handcuffs off. <laughs> La Marseille from Casablanca. The final scene in Cinema Paradiso. Uh, the Curse of the Were-Rabbit, the Wallace and Gromit movie, when he comes out with the cotton candy hairdo. And the fight scene at the end of my favorite year. Sean, you went third. You took the tranquilizer dart scene from old school. <laughs> the end of seven. What's in the box? The end of Forrest Gump when he realizes his son is one of the smartest kids in his class. Uh, when you finally see the Joker, not finally, it's early. When you see the Joker <laughs> in the Dark Knight, twisted. Uh, and the OK Corral gunfight from Tombstone. I went last and I took uh, when Gandalf comes running over the hill in The Lord of the Rings, Han Solo coming back in Star Wars, the first time you see the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, the high five machine in Jackass, and the opening number, <laughs> Jet Song from the new West Side Story. We left a lot of amazing scenes on the board. So much uh, stuff. I mean, I drink your milkshake. Oh yeah, the uh, the love scene from uh, when Harry met Sally at the end. You know when oh. uh, when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody. You want your life to start as soon as possible. Oh yeah, Ooh. I put Glenn Ge- Glenn Gary Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah, the balls. <laughs> Mitch and uh, Murray sent me Frozen Two when Kristoff does the eighties video in the in the in the in the woods. When he Very sings funny. Lost. Yeah. And it was, I laughed so hard because he shows up like, it was like an 80s video where he keeps popping up next to different trees. And I was like, the hell is happening? Yeah. Uh, it made me laugh a lot. I enjoyed that movie. The pistol whip scene in Goodfellas. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so Defe- fuck. When the portals open in Avengers Endgame and everybody comes out. On pretty amazing. Left. On your left. Pretty fucking amazing. I mean, like, I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm not as into superhero. I like them, but I'm not like as into them as some other people are. But even in that scene, I was like, fuck. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) I was like, in, in. Um, Albert Brooks in Defending Your Life when he's at Meryl Streep's hotel and he says, come on over to my hotel. We can paint it. Yeah. That's just a, it's a. uh, Albert Brooks, man. That guy rules. That movie's funnier than that guy. Uh, God, what else? Oh, the Americana in Talented Mr. Ripley when they're in the, uh, oh, the jazz yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who yeah. called Americana? Americana. <laughs> it's so fun. The reveal in Parasite. I'm not going to say which one in oh, case people yeah. haven't seen uh-huh. it, but you know the big one. Oh, yeah. I picked Angela Bassett burning that guy's clothes and winning that exhale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, the Matrix bullet dodging. That was yeah, real that was fun cool. where you're like, oh, oh that man. That was really kind of cool. That's what's going on. Are you guys <laughs> yeah. excited for the new one? Yeah, I, I don't know. I need I need you guys to let me know if I am or not. Yeah. I, I it love looks everything. Pretty cool. Speaking <laughs> of this one's the last one. I'll say I have to mention Fiddler on the Roof, the opening scene, just on account of me. I, I have to mention contractually, the, contractually. Into the Godfather, the denouncing Satan scene. 
But the one I wanted to say, we were talking about the prequels earlier for Star Wars. When Yo when Yoda fights Count uh, Dooku. Count Dooku. Yep. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden you see like active Yoda. Yep. Yeah. I got that pretty hyped. That was kind of cool. That I got was pretty hyped like, for that. We had we got that off uh fucking Kazaa and watched it yeah. at Joey's house like a million times <laughs> before the movie. Did you see the heat with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock where Perfect. Melissa yeah. McCarthy is climbing through windows and over uh, the physical comedy on that thing? I lost my mind. Yeah. She's she's amazing. I've yeah, been writing with Melissa McCarthy since Gilmore Girls. I love her. Oh, yeah. She's so sure. funny. For sure. Uh, those are our picks. We want to hear yours. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything patreon and the afe slackity thank you for letting us participate in that holiday gift exchange that was yep. so fun got mine out today uh, we're gonna try to yep, drop in more often into this slackity uh well shout out to everyone on the afe subreddit we love you thank you for rocking with us make sure you go out and watch jackie's new special staycation make sure you listen to the dork force make sure you listen to the jackie and Lori show make sure you go see Jackie on the road. I guarantee you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to have a story. great time at the Thanks, Comedy man. Club or Theater that night. Thanks, man. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. And more important, oh, shout out to Saints Duke Carmel. I love you, Ma. And more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shikakity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.